Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into the season 11 finale, episode 15, Siva that Destroyer. <laughs> Put so, a little, you put, put a little, little cumin on that. Yeah. Shiva, Akiva, a little spice. Yeah. I've got, got a fresh pair of Kivas on. They were the old ones were really stinky. Most people don't know that, yeah, these these shoes were inspired by her. Yes. Or him, sorry. Uh, <laughs> see, see, see. <laughs> uh, Bobandi, who's joined us already and says, oh. Evening Boys, uh, will like that Matt watched this episode with me. Mm. And uh, Matt was very upset when people kept calling it him Shiva. Uh-huh. Yeah, Shiva. Yeah. What if Shiva? Yeah. Mal's about to energy. kill the <laughs> Clotworthy on that. Well, because it's like it's funny that I think in the beginning of the episode, Clotworthy was calling it Shiva, mm-hmm. but as soon as uh, the guy Deepak, that's like the the, pe- the not penultimate, the uh, commensurate yeah. Hindu he studies guy. Or in step twos, right? <laughs> real inside <laughs> baseball <laughs> work joke. Uh, but uh, <laughs> also mildly. Racist, but also very. They true. has the same name. I mean, he works on the. I mean, the when it is team. true, it's not racist. Well, okay, I was just saying. And I decide what's true. If you said, "Hey, Joey was doing this," I'd you know make the same exact. Oh, joke. only Italians do what Joey okay. does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they have that guy Deepak on. He's like the commensurate Hindu expert, right. and this is like his fucking episode to shine. But yeah, as soon as he started saying, and then three other Indian folks started saying, uh, "Now, when you're talking about Siva, Siva," and so it's like S I V A kind mm-hmm. of thing. Then either it's one of those things where when you learn of a new car and then you see it everywhere, like either right. I wasn't listening before, but it seemed like Clotworthy decided to put a little, a little, stank a little Indian, it. yeah, a little yeah. Uh, Hindi spice on the, yeah. the word. <laughs> <laughs> this is good, baby, it's the best. <laughs> oh, you're yeah, you're mixing two things. You're doing the microscope, which is the... Oh, no, because then it was, yeah, I was going to yeah. put a little Belushi on it with that, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but uh, you should be. <laughs> I actually need to watch Tim and Eric's Beef House. I haven't watched a single episode I yet. watched two episodes. And it's like four episodes deep or something. I think so, yeah. yeah. It, it's super weird. If mm-hmm. you like Tim and Eric, you'll like the show. If you don't, yeah. then I have no idea it's what me. you'll think. Probably yeah. not like it, but... <laughs> I uh, think the answer yeah. to that has always been, if you don't like Tim and Eric, you will never like anything they make. You know what I mean? I, like, yeah. Anything starring them. Yeah, you know? I mean, that's focus on them, yeah. Because they produce other stuff that people don't know has anything to do with them. Right, but I think right. stuff starring them, you that's just have to like true their flavor. Thing. Yeah. Exactly. Um, um, you got Justin Schuer saying he's moving. I don't know where Justin was before, but he's he moving was, to... He's on a fucking battleship. I think oh, he's based okay. in Washington. He's, he says he's coming down to Marietta. Mm. Bigger house, but desert life. That's uh, oh. not too far from where we're at over here. Yeah, so. we could do a <laughs> fan meetup. <laughs> a one fan meetup. Yeah, down at the Del Taco there <laughs> off right. uh, First. The First Del Taco. Uh, is it also off First Street? Or is it just the First Del Taco? Uh, off First Street, sorry. The first El Taco is actually in Barstow, Barstow. on your way oh, to Vegas. Okay. So I was just making a joke because there's probably just you know nothing out in fucking Marietta. Right, right. Um, <laughs> it's just the one street. Justin Schuer says San Diego. Uh, but yeah, it's basically because you take the 15 South to get to Marietta. Marietta is by Temecula. Right, right, right. So it's not it's not like a total shithole. Actually, that's where my brother-in-law, Big, yeah, it's not that has terrible. been trying to get us to go to yeah. that disc golf course, which is in oh, Marietta. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, we gotta, we, it's on the way to Temecula. Because <laughs> it's going to get hot as fuck oh, yeah. out there. 
And then uh, Bo Bandy says, no Hank from Breaking Bad on the couch tonight. He's in the, <laughs> he's in, uh, the kitchen right now. He's killing it with all the different he, people he, that Matt looks like. He's literally pulled out <laughs> his own Mattiverse. I think he's on like six or seven uh, yeah. example, like an- an- analogs exactly. now. Analogs. And Matt asked me today if Bo Bandy and West Coast Geek could please stop cyberbullying him. But <laughs> uh, Also... We got the last Wiseman saying, "What you drinking?" Oh. And Joey and I have recently just picked yes. up the other Brian. Yes, right before this episode, we uh, jammed over to Green Cheek real quick and mm-hmm. did a drive-through pickup because they just they teased it this morning and then said, "Oh, yeah. now it's we just finished canning it. Come by." Right. So we're like, okay, <laughs> okay. And they've been selling out like the day of, pretty yeah. quick within a couple hours. Because so. this beer was like one of the top ten IPAs of last year or something. No, the you said? swim test, but swim test oh, and other right, right. Brian usually come out pretty close yeah, to each yeah. other i feel like other brian is the double and yes. then swim test is almost like the triple version exactly this yeah is yeah. how i feel i don't know if that's actually that's pretty true, accurate but, um uh, yeah yeah because last la- you know a few months ago they released them on the same day it was a double yeah. can release of yeah they released I t- again maybe i associate them because they're always released next to each yeah. other but uh anyways yeah so we're sipping on some fre- like super fresh hazies and yes. very tasty it's really fucking good yeah <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, Del Taco, better than Taco Bell. Yes or no, Joe? Um, I, I do want to actually say yes. Despite my okay. love of Taco Bell's Frankenstein food at times, yeah, yeah. I could go to Del Taco almost any time mm-hmm. because they always have just solid, basic, good stuff. What's your go-to at Del Taco, then? Del Taco, my go-to order is the Del Classic Chicken Burrito. Um, because it, like, because also Del Taco is is, like, fast food that if you don't go if you don't get like fucking fries and the burger and this and whatever you can eat sort of healthy for a fast mm. food mexican place because that classic chicken burrito is like the grilled chicken mysterious white sauce my favorite right. part joey all loves any cream-based sauce on yes it. especially with <laughs> spicy savory mexican food exactly uh pineapple the better yeah. <laughs> or more pineapple the better pineapple the pineapple better. the better um i'll get that um i'll get two of those usually and then it's usually up for grabs after that. I don't now where where Del Taco fails is in its consistency. That's the that's the only thing I don't like about Del Taco. Sometimes you get a, a chicken quesadilla there or a steak quesadilla, whatever. Uh, also, Del Taco's steak not that great. It's just mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but also Taco Bell steak not that great. <laughs> just okay. Right, right. right. Uh, when you get those quesadillas, sometimes or you get the soft shell tacos sometimes or mm-hmm. some sort of roll up or burrito, whatever. Yeah. You're getting some fucking knife sharp stale to tortillas sometimes. Oh yeah, tortillas, <laughs> and and Taco Bell. I have never Taco experienced Bell. that. Taco Bell is almost always soft because yeah. it's like like McDonald's. Like who knows what's in those buns? because yeah. they're so consistent. I was gonna say Taco Bell is like, a food science fast food place. Right. So it's a marvel of food science, as the Doughboys always say. Right. But and once in a while, it just fucking strikes gold. Like it some just of their slaps different. Their, yes. <laughs> their cheesy this with a volcano sauce and they mix it with little strips of tortilla chips and a fucking quesarito uh chalupa like whatever like and you're like oh man this just slapped mm-hmm. perfectly right 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 um but del taco it's like if i can get a couple of those uh classic del classic chicken burritos or whatever they're called yeah and then anything pretty much anything else then then it's like i leave that third option is like oh do i want do i want to splurge and get fries this time right Crinkle cut. Do I then want to get chili fries this time? Chili. So, yeah. Um, do I want to get a side quesadilla, but then it's a 50-50 because then it's like that quesadilla is either burn your mouth, piping hot, fresh, which is really good, and yeah. they got the green verde sauce in there. Mm-hmm. Um, or 
uh, it's going to be bad. And I like, and I, I puss out and oh, I get one of those yeah. cheesy rollers or whatever those things are because those are always Which, pretty good. Which the cheesy roll-up from Del- from Taco Bell yes. I love because mm-hmm. those remind me of like my aunt. She would just like literally do that. Freeze like, them and jam them up your ass. Exactly. Yeah. It was a little inappropriate, but, you know, it just got me through the day. Yeah. Um, no, but she would make quesadillas mm-hmm. by rolling up tortillas in the right, microwave right. with cheese mm-hmm. and then give us a dollop of like sour right. cream. Right. And just eat that for lunch, yeah. and like that's exact. It just takes me back to my childhood, yeah. exactly. Of like, oh, this your is what that tastes your like. your super white aunt didn't have a quesadilla press, like a yeah. stainless steel quesadilla <laughs> Which press. I and... <laughs> feel like those were a thing when we were growing up, yeah. like that. It was like pre George Foreman, yes. like pre pizza. Oh Smasher yeah, there was like, well, because George Foreman was early on the um the infomercial circuit as well. But there yeah. was something before with the British guy with the bow tie right. where it was some sort of press. Or it might have been the guy that did the well, rotisserie. There's also the big that. one where it's the stupid, uh, almost like a panini press where you take <laughs> that's, the white sorry, bread. That's what I'm thinking and it, of. And like, cut it and then like grill yes. it. Yes, that, that the, that's the lady, the, the, the red-headed lady that was on the Steve Brule uh, right, right, segment right, right. on that one yeah, Tim and Eric like old, uh, like, awesome show episode. Right, right. Because uh, they did that stupid panini press thing. <laughs> right, right. Because this wasn't even panini like grilling it. Like right. it like formed the sandwiches <laughs> was, into like pocket yes. like things. It was the something pocket, and it was like, and I and there were at, two triangles. Yes, but at the time I was like, that fucking peanut butter jelly pocket looks so fucking good. It was like I yeah. want that thing to just explode like, in my mouth. You want that the yeah PB and J? Do you want hot bologna? Do you want <laughs> stupidest fucking thing? Yeah, because it just sealed white bread <laughs> shut. And yeah, it, it sealed it gummy up. fake white bread shut. Yeah, but as a child, you're like, because that's I mean that's who they're expecting you to watch it is is the fucking kid to go, mom, please fucking or, make this. Yeah, and the mom goes, oh my god, I could save five minutes right. per sandwich. I can make a hot that. meal by just throwing a bunch of shit inside <laughs> this thing and shutting it. I can literally make my kids lunch again. Again, and that's right. their hot dinner. Yeah, hot hot plate food. And it was for all the sad dads Ooh, at the time because divorce was through the roof. Right. <laughs> everyone wants a hot mayo and turkey. Exactly. So. Who does not? Um, yeah, Del Taco. Honestly, you said chili cheese fries. Mm-hmm. I used to eat those all the time. They're good. I cannot tell you the last time I've eaten yeah. those. Not in a bad way. I just always forget about them yeah. now. Same with the double Del, the double cheeseburger. Yeah. Always a go to. But yeah. now I feel like my go to is like. The Macho Combo Burrito. Mm. Uh, Justin also a, says, also a Tim and Eric reference. Yeah, <laughs> loves the XXL stuffed. Or oh yeah, Taco yeah. Bell? Yep. Because he said Taco That's Bell, Taco got, Bell one. that got rid of all their great burritos, which Joey yes. and I were talking about the grilled stuffed burrito. Yep. They used to have at Taco Bell. That used to make my go-to for a long time. Mm-hmm. Taco Bell again. Don't go there a ton because it gives me the shits and yeah. I'm trying not go too crazy. But yeah, uh, yeah it's probably like. The half-bound beef burrito, which they don't yeah. make anymore, so I order half-bound. It's like it's busting bound. out of the top, but yeah. then don't go to caps either. Right. Uh, <laughs> so I remember one time I went to order. They're like, "We don't sell that anymore." I was like, "Oh, that's weird," because it's literally just a the tortilla with beef in it, it's right? Like a modified taco, <laughs> right? And they're like, "Okay, so or, so they did this crazy order on the menu where mm-hmm. it was the bean burrito." Plus beef, right. no beans, like all this stuff <laughs> to like get to this other Come on, guy. Yeah, because they literally can't just put a price like, in. It's and, just you beef know. and a tortilla. Right. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? But uh, Bobani says, we might not be old enough, but Taco Viva was the best, which oh. that might have even been regional because exactly, I've never heard yeah. of Taco Viva. Uh, we do have open over here called Noggles. Yeah. So there's two, but Noggles back in the day mm-hmm. was the proto Del Taco. Yes. Del Taco then ends up buying Noggles, right. and it's basically the same shit. Yeah. And they kill the Noggles brand and just go right. Del Taco. They let it 
they let it lap, so then right. someone bought it back and started it. Yeah. But that's where they have the uh, the bun taco. Yes, exactly. So it's like the ground beef <laughs> stuff, lettuce, cheese, salsa on a fucking hamburger bun. Yeah. <laughs> they have a cheese burrito, which is literally molten hot cheese yep. inside of a tortilla the size of a burrito. Uh-huh. Like, that's all it is. Yeah. And they have some yeah. other stuff. Like, fries, like, I've gone there a few times, mm-hmm. but I haven't been there often because i don't ever want to go back like you and i went there that hard yeah you and i went there one time you introduced me to it and i ordered like seven different items because i was like well i want to try everything and everything kind of tasted the same it was all pretty good but i'm like i get it now i mean if 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 you were like hey let's go hey let's fucking go slap there you know whatever but um, it's just grease bombs, yeah, and it exactly. just f's you up because you got those crazy nachos, which were the yes. shitty circle chips, Ugh, yeah, they were bad. and then just <laughs> beans all right. Yeah. Like I would have rather had like little league baseball snack shack nachos right, right, than right. those, but yeah. um, and I, I don't think I got to them till later in the meal, so I was just yeah. like, Ugh. but uh, also funnily enough, Del Taco then when it got popular went around and bought all of another chain's location around here in SoCal. Called Pup and Taco, hmm. <laughs> and it and I, Which I remember, Del Taco wasn't even an LA thing because yeah. I lived in Hermosa a good chunk gro- growing right, up, right. and we never saw them. Yeah, it, was and it wasn't Empire until, here in Orange County. Yeah, it came down to Orange County. Now there's some up there, obviously, yeah. and all around. But in and, and then same with Green Burrito, right? Um, but the Pup and Taco, some were bought by Del Taco, and some were bought by Wiener Schnitzel. Mm. Which is like it's so funny because it Wiener was a schnitzel chili cheese fries they slapped it yes too. uh and then they had the chili cheese fried dog and I can't oh, remember yeah. that's what it was called but it was well, so and they it had was a really chili good. cheese fried burrito at Wiener schnitzel too with the hot dog in it correct? no 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 hot dog it was just okay. chili cheese oh, <laughs> and fries in a fucking <laughs> uh but I remember dying laughing because my dad was like we were working uh doing contracting work and we went to we were down by Triangle Square. Off a of harbor, and there was some. There's a Del Taco or something. He's like, he's like, oh yeah, that used to be the fucking Pup and Taco. And I was like, what? Like, and, I, and he's like, you know, Pup like a dog. And I was like, why? He's like, oh, because they sold hot dogs and tacos. And for some reason, that that, that slapped combo, like yeah. that. I like lost my shit. <laughs> I was like 17. I, it just was like the dumbest. It was right. like a Tim and Eric thing where I was like, that's the right. stupidest fucking yeah. thing I've why ever. Why would you heard. combine these two? He's, and then he's like, well, you don't know Pup and Taco. I'm like. And then he literally was You're like, "You're my oh. fucking dad. You yeah. should know what I know." <laughs> he literally goes, <laughs> "He goes, oh, I guess they were all gone by the time you were born." <laughs> like, yeah. thanks, father. Right? Can we go to Germany this summer? Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> I, I know they have a fresh batch of freshly made mint ice cream. <laughs> and we have ice many, cream. many Wiener schnitzel so far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally different type. Uh, Bobani said he was all about mm. that uh, double decker taco too. Mm. Mm. Now hold on, what's your go-to Del Taco order? Uh. Talk, talk, complain, spend 30 minutes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bobani said, this is taco talk. Oh, yeah. Uh, watch, then complain 30 minutes. Too much. <laughs> um, no, that's what I was saying. It's the mach- It's probably the macho oh. combo. To oh, did, I, did I already ask you that? Yeah. Uh, now, <laughs> Hold do you, on. Do, do you know <laughs> What's the, your favorite thing? Do you know the secret at Del Taco? Uh-uh. You can do to any item. Oh, go bold? You go bold. Yeah. You get french fries plus a weird red sauce inside. Right, right, right. Uh, so like a spicy get, sauce, right? Yeah, so you can yeah. get a taco... And I want to go bold. Right. I want the macho con burrito and mm-hmm. go bold. And it's like seventy five cents or something hmm. stupid. Uh, I should it, do that with them uh, chicken burritos. When I try chicken burritos those. go bold. You can yeah. go bold probably in your quesadilla. I'd yeah. imagine. Apparently, it's anything you want. You can go bold. Now, one thing that has taken Del Taco a pretty big notch down for me though is when they switched to only having the queso blanco 
queso sauce. Which I never even mess with queso sauce. Oh my god! See, I love, I love. Now I, I appreciate what they're going for because, like here, it's actual melted real cheese. It's not a fake cheese sludge that's in a can, right? Because they're holding it now. It's all natural cheese sauce. I get the queso at Chipotle, mm. which is pretty good. Yeah, I get um, that as a side for dipping because it actually has some flavor. Right. Where the Del Taco one, zero flavor. Mm. All the nachos come with it now. All the and Taco Bell has them be but for nachos. Yeah. Now I appreciate Del Taco's ingredients and portions because they just go ham on everything yeah and sometimes taco bell just fucking you get some asshole that's like right. oh here's a sprint uh, uh, a pinch of ground beef and a pinch of beans and it's like that's all that's on right. there and then a bunch of stale chips because their chips yeah. are terrible um but yeah del taco it's a permanent change because i remember it was like a the week it changed and i was like oh can i get like a cup of each because i wanted to try the new one mm-hmm. and, and compare and they're like, oh, no, it's discontinued. And I'm like, fuck. So there's like right. no more yellow queso cheese hmm. sauce there. And it's not that the white one's gross. It does look like straight up cum. <laughs> uh, but Instead of gay up. Right. It's gay down cum, straight up cum. Uh, <laughs> straight up, gays <Yeah>. down. Uh, <laughs> but it These has the rough streets. <laughs> it has zero flavor. It just tastes like, it tastes like you're putting thick water on your yeah. nachos. It's fucking gross. Yeah. So if I wanted wet food, I would come on it myself, okay? So, yeah. um, you soggy biscuit yourself. Yeah. But welcome, uh, <laughs> we're not that close, but welcome to Murrieta. Yeah. Justin Shures. It'll be a soon. hot summer. And I think he's coming down from the Seattle area, and that's yeah. a quite a different exactly. environment. Wet and gray to yes. dry and hot. Yes. Um, blue. But, but he'll be by Temecula. He'll be by all of them vineyards. Wineries. You've got Glen Ivy Hot Springs. Mm-hmm. It's a nice little place to go relax yep. and uh, soak up the mineral water. There's and, casinos out there. Yeah. Because is there a military base out there? Uh, he's talked about how I he's in the military. I feel like in Mil- Murrieta, there might be something out that no. way. Milkieta. Milker. And then you can just zip up the old 15, and you'll mm-hmm. be in Vegas in oh, yeah. about three hours. Or zip down to San Diego. Right. And you can, go to, you can get Modern Times Brewery beer there you not go. very far away. Well, yeah, just going down the 15 and cutting over is what mm-hmm. we have as the Hop Highway, mm-hmm. where there's like Stone Brewing has their big garden, yeah. a bunch of other breweries, like Pure is yeah. probably the hotter one now. yeah. yeah. Um, Ballast Point, not so much, uh, and some other ones. But uh, interesting yeah, you to can see cut how Ballast Point bounces back though with their new deal. Who who knows? You know? Who even knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can zip over off the eight and get to to Modern Times oh, there. Yeah. And has uh, <laughs> been beer there. <laughs> um, but yeah, welcome welcome to SoCal, baby. Yes. Um. Yeah, we've. Uh, it's and it's how mon- you doing, Joe? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. Talk. Oh yeah, this is the Justin Shores yeah. sponsored segment. How you doing? First one here. Um, I'm doing pretty well. I uh, I cut my hair today. With yeah, the help it doesn't of my look wife. like the Rona cut, so it looks like yeah. you got it. You know, close enough. Well, shout out to Dan Cuts, my barber shop. Oh, you is... went to Dan Cuts? No. Oh no. Uh 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 no. Uh, I went to. I was about to be the start of a Reggie Watts song. <laughs> Um, but uh, speaking of that, my wife and I are now watching Twilight Zone in order because we watched it the other day here. So um, <laughs> the other one was more yeah. like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the one where Rod Serling just kills all these Mexicans with a knife is fucking weird, though. I just, like found that it was kind of racist and stuff. But can you believe all these people? <laughs> <laughs> is that Rod? <laughs> Rod Serling. <laughs> he sounds when like you the, the Twilight. <laughs> Isn't he smoking on the show too? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> no, he sounds like a mix of Rod Sir, uh, Rod, Rod Davis Stewart. Rod Davis Jr. 
You've entered a zone of sound <laughs> and of light. Uh, <laughs> Another dimension. Uh, no, you sounded like, like Rod Serling Davis Jr. Yeah. or oh, okay. right. the cryptid guy right. that's on Ancient Aliens yeah. sometimes. <laughs> So that's you also know, you a gotta mix warm of... up into it. You know. <laughs> the cryptid my guy is a mix of and... my father-in-law and yeah. Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which imagine your father-in-law as Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah. It's not that far off, actually. <laughs> um slightly different hair. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, it's Monday night. Everything's going okay. Cut my hair thanks to the help of my lovely wife cleaning up all the, the back parts of it. Um, and, uh, no, but shout out to Dank Cuts, my barber, because their whole, the reason I go to them is because they fucking rip. They're con- yeah, they're <laughs> consistent. They're super consistent. So if you're in the SoCal area and you want a good barber shop, go to Dank Cuts, D-A-N-C-K-U-T-S. Especially they're closed right now. Yeah. <laughs> they're closed right now, obviously, but, um, yeah. the salon industry's taking a huge hit. Yeah, um, but, I thought they were uh, doing like a mobile, like made to order kind of unit. But it's still, yeah. it's not an essential business. So, any so they weren't open. Beauty and hair care is not considered oh, essential I thought, business. I thought, so. I thought during this they were like, uh, we'll wear masks and take it by the hour and well, special appointments. Or they something. they tried to, and, and then he rethought it, and or then, he rethought it. Yeah, literally okay. three hours later, they sent uh, a mass uh, text okay. that was like. We sent you this thing and we set an appointment for you because, like, some of their like key customers, mm-hmm. um, they're like, "Hey, we just moved your appointment to here. Let us know if that works." And then three hours, like, eh, "Hey, we canceled it." The owners like, "We canceled this just whole fuck thing." Just fuck it. Yeah. Um, but no, but they they do such a consistent job, and it made it easy to just cut along the same, cut the sides of my hair along the same lines because mm-hmm. I didn't do anything to the top of my hair. I just because I'm growing right. it out. But like, uh, anyway, it was super simple. So yeah, yeah. Um, I used my beard trimmer which is kind of too small but it's still a normal buzzer shape mm-hmm. um so it took longer and it got kind of jammed up sometimes for my thick viscous hair yeah, yeah. um but uh up. yeah my do- a, one of my a... dogs tried to eat the hair clumps exactly oddly enough i have like full-on actual hair clippers here if you mm. need them well, so um you just you. have to get the ball smell off. i was gonna say <laughs> exclusively because <laughs> you don't do anything to your hair exclusively for your nuts well actually i use that for my neck oh duh this in yeah. line here but uh, I, I used when I would shave my head, I would use that then right. too. I'd shave so. my balls, exactly. Um, but yeah, doing pretty good. How are how are you, Steve? I'm doing good. It's uh, Monday. The week so far has not gone to shit. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, continues not to going to shit. Yeah. Uh, Friday, our president <laughs> of the company basically said it's a mental health day. Yeah. So no Zoom. Hopefully, that means uh, we just get to kind of do some stuff and catch up on life yeah. that we couldn't outside of the weekend. Maybe even mustard on life. <laughs> um, yeah, like. It is weird that you wonder if Zoom is going to have its own franchise war, and by the time this is over, it's going to like have all the money and capital to buy all these fucking Well, that's things. what I've been talking about for a long time and just haven't pulled the trigger, but it's like, what's stock right now? Mm-hmm. Not that's what's good right now. What's mm-hmm. shitty and going right. to come back? Exactly. It's like Zoom I would not buy because it's going to go to right. shit when everyone goes back to exactly. work, right? Special needs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Only. Uh, but things I like- set a meeting. <laughs> Oh, uh, Steve liked it. <laughs> <laughs> but like things like airlines and and Boeing and yeah. cruise ships and hotels, Boeing, like, Boeing, Boeing, yeah. Boeing, like they already dipped and are coming back. But right. it's like what what can you get now low that right. in a couple years will be right triple quadruple whatever exactly so, yeah uh, that's a forever asking question yeah um, we don't have any new reviews this week I have not seen any thanks um, a lot Bo I thought yeah. you were gonna go to Castbox yeah we. Uh, 
not this week, but we might have a uh, a weird little announcement for us. We might have a sponsor next week. Yeah. So uh, our first actual company <laughs> they wanted to sponsor the show reached out to us, and uh, so if you hear some uh, some like fucking commercials, ad, basically, basically, which there'll be one with one sponsor, one yeah, one um, ad, and then we have to like do a review for yeah, a chunk we'll do we'll do the. We yeah. basically get to try the experience, try the product, right, right. and then we'll talk about the experience. Right. And so, uh, but it's it's pretty in line with the content we've been yeah. doing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it's also the first company that's like, hey, <laughs> <A real laughs> we want to put our product yeah. on your show that right. talks about they're going to hang out, Rod Serling <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> committing Mexican <laughs> genocide and things like that, right. and Latino um, gender, but uh, <laughs> and the Latino gender, yeah. <laughs> LGBT L, right, is for Latin. <laughs> <laughs> by trans Latin. <laughs> um, but then what about Chicanos who don't consider us? Well, yeah, I, um, I always remember Adam Carolla would joke, but he was serious that his mom was such like, a dumb hippie that she was a Chicano studies major. <laughs> like the I least. mean, that's the thing. I, call, I could have taken those classes at Fullerton. Well, and that's yeah. what everyone... No, I know we had it at Cal State yeah. Long Beach too, but then... Of course, it was like, oh, were you going to go teach Chicano studies? That's all you can do. Right. No, I just wanted to learn about those people and the plight of those. Like, okay. Yeah, if you want to take a class or something. <laughs> yeah. but I also uh, had coaches who are of Latin gentlemen, mm-hmm. and they said the term Hispanic is actually kind of racist. Yes, And exactly. they didn't like that yeah. term. Because it was a term like <clears throat> other people used to describe, right. and it was something weird. Like, it was you like still almost... hear it, obviously, everywhere, but it was just yeah. like... Apparently, it's not as good. It's like yeah. almost like Oriental or something, where it's like yeah, I, it just has this like, well, like well, we didn't really choose that. Plus, you're just right. you're lumping us all in together, a right, right. Um, which you should know that there are you know dozens of Asian or Latin cultures and countries right, right. and things like that. But yeah, um, oh yeah, he's an Asian guy. It's like, well, I mean, that's fine, but yeah. <laughs> it's always kind of weird when you're like, oh no, he's a Filipino guy or yeah, yeah, or Mexican Asian guy, right, right. Um, <laughs> We're gonna pivot here, uh, going down this this project pivot. Um, uh, but yeah, so I'm doing good outside of that. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, but nothing happens. <laughs> um, yeah, contact's dead. Ryan Sprague's been doing some panels of his own, kind of. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that started or not. But um, so so what I've noticed, especially on IG, uh, Instagram for you lamos out there. Uh, Around like three or four o'clock, hmm. Instagram Live is nuts. Oh yeah, like yeah. you go on, you load it up, and Your it's stories. like ten or whatever like live things happening. Yep. And Ryan's doing something. Like, call him Ryan, you know. Um, <laughs> Range Sprague, yeah, Spraggy baby. Uh, he's like in a shitload of those. Like every day, yeah. it's like gonna do this one with this group of people. Gonna do this one, and yeah. then like the that one time I was adopted. By Alien, mm. like, they were in one with Ryan Sprague and some other people. Oh, wow. And then hmm. he's doing one tomorrow. I think. Well, it's... we have a sponsor, so I think we'll... <laughs> I think they do, too. <laughs> uh, I think the... But he's doing something tomorrow. We're sponsored by um, George Norrie's mouth. <laughs> He'd like to let you know that any of our fans... Uh, he rents it out for $10 mouth. a minute. <laughs> uh, Bobaney says, oh, let boy, me Oh, boy, is my appetite wet. <laughs> yeah. W H E T and uh, and W E T. Bobani, you're right. By sponsor, we mean it's some guy who's going to pay us to eat his prolapse. Right. So exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, you'll have to watch the show on an OnlyFans stream that night. <laughs> it's going to be weird, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like another paywall outside. Right. <laughs> <laughs> A gay for paywall. Yeah. 
But uh, <laughs> so Ryan Sprague's doing some something tomorrow that it said like all day. Right. So right. I think they're just like hopping on. Yep. I don't know if it's on IG Live or somewhere else, but it's like all these people are like, I've got nothing better to do, so yep. I'm just going to sit here. And again, if if Joey and I, thankfully our jobs were actually very busy. Yeah. But yeah, if we didn't have anything to do, it's like yeah, come over and let's just might as well sit on Twitch and just. Right. I mean, that's kind of what Wednesdays have even been to. A certain it, yeah, like, exactly. Hey, let's just do something. Well, like Ryan Sprague was time, saying but... on one of on one of the latest episodes of Somewhere in the Skies, where they're you know he lives in New York too, so he's like at the well, heart Queens, of I think, yeah, he's yeah. in Queens, which is like they say even worse. Like it's right, like the right. it's worse than Manhattan, but um, but yeah, he's in uh, Queens and talking about COVID every week, uh, every episode, and he's like, there was another podcaster was his guest, and he's like, and let me tell you. Podcast listens are down. Everyone yeah. thought we would be sitting pretty on a pile of advertising, buddy, but <laughs> they're like, down. Sounds like Sprump. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, people, they're it's down. down. <laughs> Should be up, but we're down. <laughs> we're gonna talk about the movie Community this week. Okay? Yeah. Did you it's listen the greatest to that one? Yes. <laughs> so that one, I really want to cut up because there's mm-hmm. been oh yeah around the 55 minute mark. If I remember, he dropped correctly. a lot of f bombs in there too. Not like... just f, but there was just some like very interesting. In yeah, some some things I can cut pretty hard. Uh, so I need to take some time to do that. You're too. like you're like oh I cut up all these clips and it's just clips from our own episode <laughs> after AlienCon <laughs> where we talk about fucking that little short guy in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> So these guys, and it's Joey and Steve. We want, <laughs> but it's just yeah, repeated the clip. And Joey and Steve uh, is each letter. It's like right, right. Howdy. <laughs> Steve <laughs> met me at LA Con- Alien Con. <laughs> alien Con. <laughs> Get paid. Um, um, but uh, on that, there's no big alien news. Sukalos is on a a rampage of fucking well, posting well, and stuff. Let's go with a uh, little inside uh, Sukes mm-hmm. Bobandy. I don't know if you saw this either because mm-hmm. I know you follow him. Sukalos apparently from. Yeah. Pre two thousand six was yeah. a competitive bodybuilding yeah. promoter. He said ninety five to two thousand and three. That's an or eight some, year yeah, career yeah. of promoting bodybuilding competitions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what in the fuck yeah, is this? Because he showed a picture of he's like, oh, here's my friend who uh, who met me off the plane when I first came to America, and right. he gave me my first job like promoting bodybuilders. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it's like he was promoting some documentary that's like. Right. Going like super inside yeah, yeah, the yeah. world of that that sport or whatever the mm. fuck you want to call it. Um, it's just hot buns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just hot blonde guys yeah. and such. <laughs> and that was George. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that hot blonde guy. Yeah, I, <laughs> nuts. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he's but he's just posting stuff like. Like just nice inspirational stuff. Too. He's, yeah. he's just like, it's okay if you're not okay. Everything's yeah. weird. It's right okay now. just to be you. Yeah, and then also like shaming people that are protesting and stuff right, like right, that right. too. Um, but uh, uh, I never got those Ray Bans that William Henry was promoting. Uh, I was oh, scared. Yeah. I was scared <laughs> to click that link. I mean, twenty five dollars. It just seems too good to yeah. be true. I didn't even check if he like deleted that post or anything either. I, but I, I haven't gotten so. any replies yeah. on Those that. Nineteen hundred people, man. <laughs> oh man, that's cheap, bro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we should just retweet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just glom onto him, but yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Last week we didn't do any extra content. Um, I think. Well, I was like fucking tired yeah, doing other we stuff went one night, and, and then up beer one night, and came back. And oh was yeah. Like, oh yeah, we were no eating offense, and stuff, and yeah. Just it's been a long week. <laughs> you looked at me. You said, "No offense." Yeah. <laughs> but I'm cool I don't want to record. Uh, um, yeah, we were crushing ribs and stuff like that. Yeah, I think we just were were mutually ready to not do that. Yeah. And then Friday, I had 
a meeting late in the day, so it was like, yeah, yeah, couldn't do anything. But uh, the plan is, yeah, do something Wednesday and then maybe Friday do yeah. the final Patreon of the month. Yeah, it should be back on track. Yeah, because again, be... if we're in these times, we might as well all stay caught up. And yeah, well, and we're doing, uh, yeah, we're doing Adventurous Ghosts. Yes, yes. Um, some some episode in season two, but right. uh, we um, the most recent Ghost Adventures, a couple of them been really good, and then a couple are like really dumb. This mm-hmm. past week's. Uh, they go back to Virginia City for literally like the 11th time because Virginia, Virginia City was the site of the very first Ghost Adventures documentary. Mm. Um, but uh, I believe the Birdcage Saloon was at Virginia City as well. Yes. And, and Zach's, you know, Robin Williams. There's something yeah. special about this town that we just keep coming back, you know? <laughs> and so, because they like literally say, like, we, we've done this, and they show a map, and it's like all the fucking places right. they've done, which is crazy, but. It's also just a shitty tourist town for cowboy shit. But, right, right. Um, here's our cowboy fecal museum. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is Randy Quaid's uh, shit from the. He's not really a cowboy man. Well, he played one in a movie. Right. Well, Once. his brother played one in a movie. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dennis Quaid. <laughs> uh, but no, this Quaid. latest one, it seemed like it was going to be a really dumb episode because they were just goofing around the whole first 20 minutes in the town. Like shooting a fucking, like going to a shooting range and flirting with this old lady who runs a gift shop and stuff like right, that. Right. But then it actually was like probably the most EVPs and spirit box voices they've ever captured. Mm. Like the all the responses are like immediate, like over and over. Right. Like, Pretty is creepy. that too good to be true then? Or is it yeah. just like the hotness, like, hey, yeah. amateur, you know, your first time is when you get hooked? Mm-hmm. Mm. And then the week before, only, it had, it had, the evidence wasn't stuff that they found. It was all the stuff that was caught in the surveillance camera at the location before they got there, mm. like over the weeks and months before they got mm. there. But it was a cool idea. It was the first time it was in a tiki bar in Vegas, mm. and it's a pretty popular tiki bar, I guess. Yeah, there's the a golden, few out there. The Golden Cup or something like uh, that. The Golden Cup. Yeah. And yes, <laughs> and uh, but then the evidence itself was dumb, and then it was all. Mo- it was mostly about Zach getting his own shrunken celebrity head oh, to stupid. put in the fucking place. <laughs> All right, we'll yeah. investigate here, True. I guess. Stitch my mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, we don't have any reaching for the stars this week. We don't have any reviews this week. Uh, but go on your favorite podcast service of choice and give us a five out of five star rating. And review us in the comments of that rating. We'll read it on the air and give you a shout out. It helps us get found in search algorithms and on charts and all sorts of fun stuff. So star charts, if you will. Yes. Um, but yeah, other than that. Uh, it's been... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Roby Nation, thanks for joining. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> like we can't, just like we can't travel too right now. We're still gonna take a little, a little trip to old Indiana, India, India, Pale. USA. No, um, a different kind of. They they have been talking about Native American Indians quite right. a bit, um, and then I realized it was like. This episode, Shiva the Destroyer. So Shiva's like the chief god right. in Hinduism. Which a lot of times I thought this was a woman, but it's right. obviously a man. Um, and yeah, I think we talked about last week. It's like, oh yeah. yeah, like Final Fantasy. It's always an ice goddess who's a chick. Right, it's right, always right. a chick. Yeah. Um, but uh, but they, I think they literally just took the blue skin that Shiva sometimes is portrayed as. Right. <laughs> and saying, oh, that looks like a... Cold. Yeah. Exactly. It looks like a beautiful woman. Very cold, because blue yes. skin. See, so. see. We make into fantasy game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is all about the chief god Shiva, the creator and destroyer god. Uh, oh. uh, and I realized about five minutes in, I was like, fuck, they talk about the Vedic text and the Mahabharata mm-hmm. and Hindu shit ev- almost, almost every, every episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like, I would say 75%, to be fair. 
Welcome to Closet Knowledge. Yeah. Uh, 75, uh, 75%. 75%. 75%. 75%. 75%. 75%. 75%. 75%. 75%. 75%. 75%. 75%. 75%. 75%. 75%. 75%. 75%. 75%. 75%. 75%. 75%. 75%. 75%. 75%. 
Um, so it's not that different. They're just trying to they're trying to play up the exoticness of right. Hinduism, where it's like it's not racist, but it's one of those things where it's like okay, like we yeah. A we've watched this show before where. Usually one or two of, of the five to six episode segment shows, yeah. something's all about India yeah. or Hinduism or and something. Not, again, of just whatever, but it's like the creepy charlatans are like out of India. It's like, Ooh, exactly. well, he's from India. Of course right. he's a guru. Everyone's yep. a fucking guru. And yep. yeah, I'll give him all my money and then I guess give him a hand job or right. something. And then, uh, yeah, he'll yeah. teach me how to bend it. But These he's really smart and spiritual, spiritual. leaders and yeah, stuff. It's like yeah. they all come out, or not all, but. They, they all come out of the come closet of eventually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's like these people go like, oh, you're from here, so you're spiritual. It's right. like, well, no, I'm just some dickhead from here, and I figured out right. you people are stupid. Exactly. And we'll just do whatever I say because you're right. you racist and assume I know all these yeah. things because of where I'm from. Exactly. There, yeah. there's, um, there are theories that – because the same thing happened after World War II with Japanese and Asian martial arts. Yeah. All of these white guys and some, and some Asian refugees – and I, look, I'm doing it here, right? Some yeah. Japanese, Chinese, Korean refugees, refugees, they they moved to America, or the white guys that were over there now got exposed to Japanese culture, Korean culture, whatever. Right. And it's just so different in many ways than American culture. And so this exoticism yeah. fetish kind of came yeah. about in this whole thing. The weeb culture. But there's... <laughs> yeah, they came back from World War II and became just huge anime yeah, nerds. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they just watched... Uh, Rocket Boy or whatever, or Astro Boy, just Astro over, because yeah. that's all that was that's, there for about 10 years. Have, yes. <laughs> Astro Boy, Kimba the White Line in the 60s, and then finally Robotech, and then it was all right. modern anime. You know? yeah. um, they were just, the Japanese were just big on, they want they wanted to do everything perfect, right? It's quality over quantity. They wanted, so they, just, they released one anime movie per decade yeah. after World War II, and then right. as soon as Robotech hit, it kind of expanded and everything the, out of there, uh, but... The Senseians, or what's the what are the proto Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Oh yeah, the the Seek the Saint Seiya Warriors That's or whatever. Right, yeah, Saiyans which I think they called the Ronin Warriors here on that card, like they, when they they anglicized it. Was that yeah? Yeah. Fuck. But yeah, because uh, they all look like Power Rangers. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Saint Seiya. It's like S E Y A. Right. Or something. Okay. Um, but uh, well, Bandy says India also has a lot of shit covered streets. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of poop water. A lot of poop streets. Yeah. A lot of rats with poop walking right. around. Orientalism, um, a thousand and one nights, was also a big thing in the sixties. Mm, says mm -hmm. uh, Julian Domingo. Yeah, I don't. Well, there was like a religious revolution, um, as we saw on the Hamiltons' right. uh, pharmacopoeia. There's just that the whole spiritual revolution right. of young post, you know, young boomer kids, right? Right. Um, kind of reacting and revolting against the standard Western Abrahamic religions as the only right. way to. You know, yeah. believe and stuff, and so uh, and causing war and all those things. Yeah. Um, but anyway, with the martial arts thing, there's there's evidence that, especially with Japanese uh, masters in from Japan, they they there's evidence that they've written down or told students that they purposefully taught Westerners incorrect wow. um, uh, form and concept whatever. concepts yeah. and form and techniques and things like that. So they would never, they would never know the full secrets or whatever for just racist reasons too. Right. Because they basically were like, "I'll take their money." Right. But I'm going to teach them these fucking katas, which like they don't really actually do when you're like fighting for war. You you like you actually have to spar and do things and so, yeah, like, yeah. oh like you can't be just doing a dance or something, yeah. you know, um, or you can't only be doing a dance because some of these martial arts became just just dance forms and solo practice yeah, yeah. forms and stuff. So um, same kind of shit. Speaking of the love guru, I think you just said guru. Yeah. 
but uh, and and charlatans. Well, well, love guru. Yeah, I am the guru pitka. Well, if, if you Google <laughs> love guru costume, uh-huh. uh, people on Twitch, you can do that now. Mm-hmm. That's a very big lookalike for myself. Like the dickhead oh, yeah. model that is <laughs> used in that. Like literally, my dad's like, "Did you model for this stupid fucking thing?" And we look it up. It's like yep. even I'm like. Yeah, that does look like me. That's fucking weird. Uh, love Guru costume. I know I've seen it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, um. Yeah. So everyone in Twitch, take a look and then Google oh, it. Oh, boy, because it's got that bright blue eyes, too. Crazy eyes, yeah. mustachio. It is. Um, it's very, especially with my longer hair and beard now too. It's like... <laughs> also who is ever going to be the love guru? Mike Myers' <laughs> exactly. biggest bomb, death of his e- career. Like... Every Halloween, I see that fucking thing, and then or I'll see like it on streaming, like the love guru. I'm like this right. is such a stupid fucking. Movie. I've never seen it. I refuse to watch it, but <sighs> I feel like I've watched it on cable, yeah. like parts, and maybe yeah. fell asleep or just got bored and changed the channel. But yeah, I've never sat down. Well, because that's the biggest criticism it. I've heard. It's like. It's a Mike Myers movie that's really boring. And it's right, like usually, right. even if you don't always hit with the comedy, usually it's kind of fun and whatever. Right, right, but, right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, no, speaking of charlatans and spiritual people, that fucking dickhead is back on this episode. Lane Little, who is a professor at UCLA of religious studies, and he has the fucking Harry Potter glasses, the miniature handlebar mustache that's perfectly gelled, the fucking steampunk punk vest. Oh, yeah. And the yeah. fucking pocket watch. I was doing his chain. voice while like, we were watching this because Matt's uh, like, what are you doing? Because he, God, I can't even remember dude. how he talked, but it was something like. He was very, he's like a pedophile voice. Off. And you have and to understand that the yoni surrounding right. the Zarathustra actually represents the power to shape shift. And right, I'm like, right. God, fuck off. And if I, you ever had a class with him, parts. yeah, it's like, oh, God. This, like, he was on another episode and he's one of those people that just makes Slaps me fucking different. yeah he just like <laughs> makes me my body angry not just my right. brain but like he just makes me want to fucking kill him like I right, fuck, right, oh. right. um and he's on way too much especially the second half of the episode mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um he's not on yet but anyway uh medallion man william henry's on quite a bit this episode too um he's talking about how shit we've talked about for they mentioned vimanas for the thousandth time which are the airships of the hindu gods uh, the fucking uh, bow and arrow, the, the bow and arrow picture where like, you know, Brahma's shooting the yeah. bow and arrow, but it's a big fucking nuclear weapon in terms of its effects on people and whatever, the destruction it causes. Um, and then the the flying cities that existed ab- in the sky, which, you know, of course, some calling a space station or something. And uh, they have Von Daniken on for his kind of token two or three times a season, pointless um, little viewpoint here. And he just says... Uh, no doubt we were visited by extraterrestrial. And like I only put that because he said visited. Right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and it made me think of wizards coming in, like a <laughs> wizard visit. Um, but uh, uh, Shiva has many names. Um, and he's he's the god of all gods. He's the god of uh, creation and destruction. And Hinduism in general, because of Shiva's, philo- I guess, philosophy or... Full-on you know, Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, he is... He, he, is obsessed with the balance of creation and destruction. Basically, that you can't create new things without destroying something else. Right, right, right. So that is something kind of unique about yeah. Hinduism and, and Shiva himself. Um, he's holding a drum in one hand called the Damaru, and that's what he used to create the universe mm-hmm. um, initially. Uh, he has a live cobra around his neck waiting to strike cobra. at any given time. Uh, he has a trident in one hand that can cause destructive shit. And then he has a third eye, which they always show open. Yeah, um, the brown and, eye. Exactly. Right, yeah. um, 
He's the only Hindu god with a third eye, which I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that's mm. true. Um, and it, it apparently shoots a fucking horrifying, fiery laser out of if it. If you move that jacket, uh-huh. just be careful. There's a hat underneath it. Okay. I'll show it. Oh, right there. wow. <laughs> there you go. It's, it's from Boss Dog Art. <laughs> I can uh, see through your bullshit. And it's the third eye oh, of I the can skull. S- I can yeah, see through, yeah, your, through bullshit. your bullshit. Okay. And it's the third eye oh. blasting. Oh. What did you say it was Boss Hog? Boss Dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> Boss they, Hog was they, from Bonanza, I think. <laughs> they did this print, or this art, with, which I haven't seen as a shirt for Wizard Foundry, which is another funny, uh, oh. I think it's Wizard Foundry, but it's like this like wizard, like, and it's just you know, crazy 70s looking, mm-hmm. but it's like, support your local wizard. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I want that as a shirt. But uh, <laughs> Did you see that at a convention it. or something? No, somehow I think just through the interwebs of Instagram, oh. somehow... Someone posted a thing, posted a thing. Yeah, yeah. That's not the guy that does the sizzle pie and modern time stuff, right? No. But they actually, they have another shirt, which I think might be under that (laughs) jacket as well. I have many piles. (laughs) This? Uh, That's a hat, so the shirt. This? Yeah, yeah. So this one I was going to wear to contact. Well, I bought it after I knew contact was canceled. But when I first saw it, I thought, (laughs) oh, I'll wear that at contact. Tom Clancy Fest has been canceled. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, cancels. Oh. (laughs) Bigfoot and uh Bigfoot and an alien yeah, on a, a gray uh, on a tra- on a bike. On a hog riding through the universe saying oh, yeah. the truth is out there. So same company. Oh yeah. Boss dog art. Oh and uh, probing ancient alien sitting. Is it spelled normally? Yeah, I think so. B O S S D O G. Yeah. Um but yeah, so they're describing him. Uh apparently he's the only god with a third eye. And it is it was interesting. Sooks Sooks uh has a Sookler here and, and points out the difference between Shiva's third eye and what we normally think of as the third mm-hmm. eye. So, the brown eye. Yes. Uh, anytime you talk about the third eye, you're talking about enlightenment. And then there's this other type of third eye that was able to annihilate things with a simple chili dinner. It could just destroy <laughs> an entire household of people. You get the uh, wrong Taco Bell combo, <laughs> and it just will slap different. There's just a combo called the wrong combo. Yeah. <laughs> All the this things make you the shit the most. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> It's just like anything they have with dairy, cinnamon twist. Everything has the Spice, hottest sauce. Yeah, yeah the, just a a quart of beans. Yeah, all the liquid cheese. <laughs> right. um, old bad beef. Yeah, two liter of the liquid cheese. Yeah, yeah, Which sounds pretty. Good. Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Baja Blast. Uh, that I mean that that does slap different. Like that yeah. Baja Blast at Taco Bell. Like right. I try not drink soda that much. Yeah. But that's when a I treat, go there, though. it's like, fuck. Because that's gonna, like I'm a Slurpee that. almost, you know? Oh, yeah. It is good. Or slushy, icy, whatever. But Coast uh, Geek wants to know why I'm dressed up. And Bo Bandy <laughs> says his internet is spotty, so Wilcock could be right. And if it goes down, he's just mm. letting us know, and he's got his go bag ready. Beam me up, spotty, huh? Yeah. Um, I don't think they're the same thing. So the question is, what is it? And what was Shiva? And he says Shiva, not Shiva. Yeah. He doesn't He doesn't kowtow to the fucking PC police on this episode who keeps insisting you say Siva the whole right. time. Sooks is his own man, you know. Um, he he is he will forever fight the war on Christmas. Yeah. You know. Uh, <laughs> I stand for Santa. Yeah. <laughs> is that a thing? No, I don't oh, okay. <laughs> um, So before Shiva was around, I guess, I mean, to be fair this episode, there was like three or four fun facts that I was like, okay, I get it. Um, before Shiva was around, apparently it was just Brahma and Vishnu. I don't know what the fuck Ganesh was doing. He was fucking milking a, a elephant trunk or something like right. that. Friggin' um, Yeah, but uh, with his eight hands or whatever. But Brahma and Vishnu, these other chief gods, 
they were apparently bickering back and forth about who was more powerful, one or, you know, one or the other. And then, like, a huge portal of fucking burning, fiery white light that seemed to have no beginning and no end opens up. Shiva blasts through Shiva and, blasts. and says, I'm the most fucking powerful. And then he kind of takes over and becomes uh, yeah. the chief god somehow. Wasn't that from uh, The League? They would do a Shiva, Shiva blast, blast. Where yeah, yeah, Shiva right over that. Whoever, whoever won something. the the Shiva Cup or whatever the fuck it was yeah. called, yeah. Um, it is it is kind of tough. I kind of there's times where I want to go back and like finish that show, like fill in the episodes. It fucking but, sucked. But after then I'm like, like season two, yeah. And, but then I'm also like, Rain is easy. He's a fucking lied about being in the Twin Towers and all yeah, that yeah. shit. Which he was just <laughs> on something I was watching. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's like the Buffalo Wild Wings announcer voice, and like so he still, still? gets work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, side note, on Netflix, I tried watching that Bruise Brothers. Oh, yeah. Where it's like the brewing show, and yeah, I yeah. think uh, Mitch is on it. Yes. I couldn't get through the first episode. Oh, it wow. It is fucking oh, terrible. No. <laughs> it was so bad. Because what are they doing on the show? It's some guy that has a brewery, and he, it's like extreme brewery, so it's like triple X. So like the lead-in joke is that people think it's a porn shop, and then he has oh. this like... <laughs> it's like the super basic brother who wants to make Pilsners, but uh-huh. then... This other very snooty brother. Ugh, they look like dickheads. Wilhelm yeah. and Adam. Yeah, the other snooty. The snooty brother is like all about these fancy beers and right. like not making IPAs. So like that's their conflict. Uh, People working there don't know what beer uh, is. Like, dude, the one guy who I'm assuming is the more horrible. laid back brother. I could not handle it. Looks like someone that works in HR at our company. That uh, I, that maybe I, that we'll, we'll look at it. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I guess I don't know. This one picture at yeah, least yeah, looks yeah. just like. <laughs> but yeah. Um, they also look like a couple of dickheads, but they look like YouTube stars that are playing an always sunny in Philadelphia version of brewery owners or something. I mean, well, it just seems like two comedians who are like, it'll be funny to make fun of a brewery. Right. Here are these tropes. Uh-huh. Let's go do it. Where it's like, these people clearly aren't in the beer world. Ah, uh, I see. And they're just taking these high level like right, right. stereotypes and running with that. It's just like a, a set of hacky pop culture gags about the brewery world. Kind of, yeah. I guess. I mean, again, is it I, fictional or is it supposed to be no, a it's documentary? Hundred percent fictional. Oh, okay, yeah, it's, got it's it. like a it's a sitcom, basically. sitcom. Yeah, okay, of these two brothers, and then they're going to make a beer. I, again, before the episode was even done, I'm like, I can't <laughs> fucking take this. I'm <laughs> and done. you watch a lot of dumb shit. Like I you, do. I'm you have patience for a lot of dumb shit, but yeah, um, I'll, I'll probably try and go because Mitch is in it from the Doughboys. Right, right. Mike Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I call he just, Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> He just guest stars uh, on an episode. I think I don't yeah. know. I have no idea. Maybe he comes in later, but yeah, it was it was terrible. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> Apparently, it was a season two. Really? Yeah. No, it's the first season that just started. Uh, well, pe- well, there's a bunch of searches and the news stories uh, about season two, uh, okay. so I don't know. So maybe people want to see it. I also didn't read the headlines. Maybe it said canceled or renewed for season two. Right. I don't know. But, but again, but... like us, maybe being in that world, like right. Oh well, it's kind of like uh, what's that stupid nerd show that everyone fucking. Oh, Big Bang Theory. That show fucking sucks too. And again, it's like these high level, like hyper stereotypes. Whoa, they're playing Wii tennis while having funny banter. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, this is not that. This is actually very offensive the way you're being, you're portraying these things. (laughs) Right. Because when I had my collectible shop, there would be, we were in a a strip next to like a karaoke bar, a regular restaurant. Do you have any uh, Johnny Galecki figures? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I remember there would be people like, oh, this is a Sheldon store. This is like, 
One time oh, a fucking family God. stood at the door when the doors opened, didn't come in, just like <sighs> peeped in like, oh, look, it's a Sheldon store. Oh, and just laughed yeah. and walked away. I was like, fuck mm-hmm. you and fuck that fucking show. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll show you what Sheldon's got here. And it's just you with your empty hand. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just blew a load on the yeah. window Is as they walked jerking? by. <laughs> on his own Sheldon store? <laughs> yeah. You want? Oh, no. that's so Sheldon. This is a Silence of the Lamb store. And I'm just like, yeah, as they walk by and throw it just like right on the window. <laughs> On the youngest child, of course. Uh, well, yeah. on the window. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on the reflection of the youngest yeah, child. Yeah, yeah. And you said, why so serious? <laughs> said, yum, lunch. And just made a big mouth, come, yeah. come mouth and, uh, right, right. on her face. It was a corn. Um, on the child's face. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, have that sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, um, Sooks, of course, thinks that this fiery ring that uh, Shiva entered this reality with was a UFO. Right. With rocket power light or something. Again, people don't... Raymundo. All the kids. People talk about a light. You know, like, seeing bright lights is very common with UFO encounters. But also, nine times out of ten, it's the lights, but it's like a spotlight, right? And then they see the shape of the craft. Right. This was described in the the Vedic text as being an infinite light with no beginning and no end. Mm. Like, that's... To me, that if if you were going to describe something, even though I don't know what it looks like technically, right. that would be more like a wormhole or something, like reality right, ripped open and fucking, uh, yeah. Yeah, whatever. But yeah. uh, <laughs> God, just melting. <laughs> oh, look at that wormhole just melting oh, the sky. Um, These leather tubes are everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, this guy's squeezing through. <laughs> wow, he says he's more powerful than us. <laughs> Let's fuck him and find out. Right. Um, but uh, the Vedic texts uh, theoretically contain written stories that might have been around for thousands of years orally before. Um, which, I mean, I don't disbelieve that at all. I'm, I'm right. assuming you don't just assuming like... oral's been around for a while. Right. <laughs> I mean, they have the Kama Sutra and all yeah. that, so... Uh, <laughs> literally, <laughs> the Kama Sutra is three pages. It's just oral, vaginal, anal. Right. And then there's a bonus page, gay. <laughs> right. Insert here. Yeah. <laughs> no, bonus page, gay. Look back at previous posts right. minus vaginal. <laughs> yeah, refer to page one. Yeah, <laughs> or page two. I guess. Well, I, said, I mean, anal page two in ma- world. Yeah, you know, it's all the, the 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 back cover of the book is like the fuzzy bunny, but there's just a hole for your dick. Right, right. It's <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, did you ever get that read too? Where it was the texture book, where it was the bunny, and right. you like your literally your your parent put their finger through <laughs> and was like, oh. I- that part uh, I don't remember. It was the bunny, and then there was the one where it was like, oh, then oh, you here's... you put your two fingers through, yeah, right? for the bunny the ears. ears. Okay. Because then there was the other book where it was like, oh, here's your dad's scratchy beard, and it was like a right, right, right. thing, and uh, it's a little monster that chewed your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's your dad's beard, and it's just like yeah. a sad lady right. who's married to him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> here's your dad's happy place. It's just a bunch of other dudes. <laughs> the gay bar. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be late. Yeah, the toolbox or blue oyster or whatever the fucking police academy. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, they go into uh, Graham Hancock, younger Dryas kind of shit here, mm-hmm. um, and because it's 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 thought that, or sorry, it's said that Shiva came into the world before the time of modern humans. Mm-hmm. So, and we have to remember that in the Hancockian younger Dryas world. Mm-hmm. Modern does not mean more advanced because the right. whole theory is that there were more advanced humans that were less modern than us. So right. um, before the Ice Age violently ended by the Younger Dryas, um, or sorry, by the, uh, uh, fuck, I always forget the fucking name, the Torrid Meteor uh, wow. Storm. So right. 
Um, basically, a bunch of asteroids and meteors came from the asteroid, the torrid asteroid belt, whatever, and uh, rapidly melted the glaciers. They steamed up the fucking oceans, right. and there was a nuclear winter for, without all the radiation, but there was a nuclear winter um, uh, afterwards because... Right. Um, the sea levels rose and all that crazy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the sea levels... All the environment. The sea levels covered up what were thought to be advanced coastal cities with more advanced people, and that these people, not ancient aliens, were likely the ones that seemed to have these magical technological devices mm-hmm. that went inland to more primitive people living in the deserts and forests and whatever, yeah. and taught them how to build pyramids and all this kind of yeah. shit. So it's swapping a proto-race of humans or Atlanteans, whatever... Um, Viwamises or yeah. things like that. Um, that whole fucking Viwamis thing and those people. <laughs> it's like <laughs> they figured out time travel, so they went two two 250 million years back in time right. to, to make sure their own timeline was intact and all this weird shit. And yeah, it's, like, it's, yeah. it's paradoxes within paradoxes yes. within paradoxes. Yes, they just got to watch Back to the Future. Right. But, um, but anyway, we get a Wilcock drip exactly about this here, and he says, every culture around the world that has any type of ancient writings or oral traditions should sign up for my Ascension class. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, Here's uh, email number four yeah. for today. <laughs> yeah. It's the law. Of, he's obsessed with the law of one. Like, that's his mm-hmm. whole fucking thing is I'll teach you all about the law of one. Um, oral tra- they always have, uh, uh, they always talk about some kind of great flood that had a catastrophic effect that utterly wiped out much of life on Earth in a single day. What I find interesting is that Shiva is the god of destruction. And is there a connection there? And that is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, so maybe like, but then they don't make the logical leap that, I mean, well, to be fair, I guess it's not logical to them if they're not subscribing more to the Graham Hancock Younger Dryas meteor storm thing, because mm-hmm. my logical leap was oh, and they kind of touch on this later, thinking Shiva might be me a representation of atomic power, but maybe Shiva was a fucking giant meteor storm, which was like right. Infinite light that ripped yeah. open in the sky and came through and destroyed right, everything right. and Many whatever. Arms. Right. And then a yeah. new race of humans of the survivors came out of that, right? right so right. many arms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Manly feels arms. much lighter. Yeah. Um, they have a weird Russian guy that's on for a second. He comes back later in the episode. He is apparently a Russian eye doctor who did a bunch of expeditions to a forbidden mountain, Mount Kalash or whatever, Kailash. Yeah. Uh, he's here now, but he, he just he basically comes on translated to say that Tibetan monks, um, in their particular history of Shiva, they say that Shiva was guarding the great sea that was flooded, flooded the world, and when the waters receded, that's when the new modern man walked out right. of those waters. So um, we go to the Alora Caves in the next segment oh, here. Yes. Uh, this is 200 miles outside of Mumbai, formerly Bombay. Uh, and in 600 to 1000 AD, that's where this kind of temple complex and cave system was built. Mm-hmm. Um, and this in cave 16, we got Kailasha Temple here, and it's a Shiva-oriented shrine. So right. um, construction was obviously grueling and tough and whatever. The, ho- the whole temple was carved out of the side of this cliff. and uh, But the writings say that it only took 18 months, and then all these modern engineers on the show are saying that's impossible. So... Um, they have this guy Praveen Mohan on. All the footage they're using here is from like three or four seasons ago. They just they, he probably talked to like he's on location at these at the Alora Caves, mm-hmm. and he's this real high pitched Indian guy and talks like this and whatever. But he's and he's on the episode quite a bit. He's pretty informative, um, but I don't know. It kind of felt cheap because it's like you're using all this old footage. 
I, I, I almost think that this episode exists because Kevin Burns was like, hey, we got all that old footage from right. Maveen or, you know, what Praveen over there. We haven't gone back to a million times. Exactly. Like, and so um, I guess if, well, I guess if they're trying to be meta about the season ending, then the 11th season is dying and then the 12th season is going to be reborn. It's sure. going to be born. Yeah. <laughs> Way <laughs> um, to help them out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doing a lot of work for for Kevin and Giorgio but um but uh, uh Praveen does the math and he's like he's like they would if for for this project to take 18 years they would have had to carve out from the from the side of the cliffs 10,000 pounds of rock every hour for 18 years and so which is you know that sounds crazy yeah um and they have another engineer on this older Indian gentleman and he's like oh this if if this if they did it the way they said, I would say this would take over a century to 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 do this, you know. Yeah. Um, and again, I'm not taking away from any of the amazing beauty of this fucking temple and how difficult it must have been. Um, but I don't know if it was the uh, Bamastra, which is the laser mining rock vaporizing weapon they apparently use. So right. uh, that's where Deepak uh, Deepak Shimkata, who's like the PhD of Hindu studies at at some prestigious university, but he's the go to. Uh, I put he's the go-go Hinduism guy. He's like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. We dance. Oh, oh. <laughs> put my hands up. Um, we dance, but don't kiss. We don't ever kiss because yeah. you get killed if you kiss. Yeah, all the Bollywood shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they only like air grind and touch hands, and that's right, pretty right, much right. it. <laughs> Breathe uh, in each other's faces. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lots of lots of holding each other, yeah. dancing, and they're just like. <laughs> <laughs> All this high energy. Yeah. They always, they're always breathing and shoulder bopping with yeah. the. Well, they got a lot of loose fitting clothes, so they can make it work. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he uh, he's explaining like, oh, this is a huge temple. This would be insane to fucking do this stuff. Um, but they talk. He talks about the Bamasha, which is uh, talked about, of course, in the Vedic text. And they're showing some really weird CG here, where it's just like a bunch of fucking like laser starlights hitting the rock, and it's just kind of melding into this crappy. Uh, what looks like a PBS kids show rendering of this temple, um, but it it makes it visually makes the point, I guess. But apparently, in the Vedic text, the gods would use this weapon or this basically it was a mining tool mm-hmm. to just vaporize rock and then keep all the precious stones. So instead of mining by hand, they would just fucking shoot it in the side of a mountain and right. get all the stuff. Get, get the good stuff. Um, like when you're hunting through a, a tub of Ben and Jerry's uh, yes, for the cookie chunks. dough ice cream. Right. <laughs> and you just want those bits yes. of cookie dough. So you don't buy the cookie dough. You buy right. the cookie dough ice cream, but you eat yes. the ice cream. To and then, just get to and the then you use your mouth straw exactly. to vaporize all the surrounding well, cream. With all that cream, I'm going to have a gnarly, <laughs> right. uh, destructive bamouth straw. <laughs> um, we have that uh, Mastra tones in, yeah. the, in the fridge over here. Um, but uh, oh they make a weird point of saying like but ancient astronaut theorists don't believe that this thing was carved from the skies above and I was like oh that's interesting that they're going to disagree with the Vedic text theory right no they apparently are just disagreeing that they think it was carved from below and I'm like okay like it's I feel like we're grasping at straws here or like nitpicking or something Mm -hmm. but the whole point is this is the introduction of Lane Little, the fucking bicycle mustache fucking right. the handlebar bicycle handlebar mustache <laughs> guy. His face looks like a bicycle because he has the fucking stupid Harry Potter Super black glasses. Circles, yeah. Um but uh and he's like, now you have to understand that 
this temple has these secret tunnels below, and they believe that there's a, a, a whole city down there, and there was these, you know, strange occult figures that were on these floating metal thrones, and these galvanic charges, and he's just like, it's like, are you going to come or what? Right. Like, it's so, <laughs> like, and I, and I guarantee, like, what I actually hate about him the most is I hate the students that have his class and love his class. Right, right. right. <laughs> I don't even know them, people. but I know those yeah. kind of people, and they're all drama kids. I fucking right. hate them. So, um, But, uh, 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 oh, they got Praveen Mohan on location there, and he's standing next to one of these fenced-off holes. Right. And he's like, he's like, they actually think that it might go down really far, no, but no, but like it's forbidden and you can't explore right. it. It's a glorious type of fenced off right fence hole <laughs> it's a fence hole right, more right. than a fence it's a hole. municipal well it's it's a it's a historical glory hole landmark exactly so you can't you and have to appeal the... you have to appeal to the indian government and you do that by appealing back your foreskin and if exactly. they approve of your dick then right you can go down there deliciously temptress <laughs> <laughs> not tempting yeah <laughs> that no, sounds a like a weird a gangster name or something <laughs> i'm deliciously temptress <laughs> Um, they talk about a book called, well, Lane Little talks about a book, talks a lot about a book called Ghostland, written by this lady in the late 1800s, and she's the one that comes up with the story of these seven hooded figures um, that are floating on these battery-powered chairs. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand why they kept mentioning the battery thing, but then it comes into it's play a, later. The sit-down lawnmowers. Exactly. I mean, it's I, a Ryobi. These are like ancient Sibians. Right. You right. Know? <laughs> they were coming on those chairs. <laughs> um, the, the, <laughs> they were coming. <laughs> this, the the one in the center, the hooded figure in the center, he was special because he would talk to the people that entered this big amphitheater, but he'd be like disappearing and reappearing at the same time. And I'm like, oh, he's like Snoke and Palpatine mixed together, like right, he's like right. a hologram or some right. shit. Um, and uh, and then thank God, Daddy Childress comes on. Yes. Um, I'm I I was frustrated this episode. I hope that that season twelve is a breath of fresh air and whatever, but it looks, I, I watched the intro to the season 12 opener, which is called Alien Hunters, I think, mm-hmm. and it looks like all the footage is just season 11 footage. Oh, we got a sneezer coming on. Um, but uh, they're treating children like, whew, whew. Um, I love being up into those sneezes. Um, they, uh, yeah, exactly, <laughs> the giant door open. Uh, they're treating Childress like George fucking Nori a lot in these, like where he comes on, describes what has just been described for five minutes in a simpler way. And I'm like, Ch- David right. has opinions about things. Just yeah. start fucking using He's him. He's smart, you know? okay? Right. Use him for his <laughs> talents, okay? Well, like when they, they have the whole episode in the latest season where they where he and Giorgio go to non, non-badong or whatever. Right. And... That's where he's like, because he knows all the factoids. He's been there five times before. Mm-hmm. Like, he knows all the ins and outs and whatever. And um, But we do get a pretty special children's treat in this episode, which oh, I yeah. spoil. Oh, uh, um, yeah. I was losing my mind. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a Mr. Wizard Moist. episode. Yeah. Um, so we get a children's treat in here, and he says, you have to wonder, is this some coin? We get a double some coin in this uh, quote, too. Is this some kind of ancient city that was underground and used as some kind of extraterrestrial base. Uh, and as the water receded, they created this temple from underground. And, you know, mainstream archaeologists date the temple from five to 10,000 years old, but there's nothing in that temple that really gives it a date. Like many things in ancient India and in sites around the world, uh, this temple might be much older than mainstream archaeologists are saying. And I'm like, I think what 
could signify how old it is is the rock it's made out of. Like, I don't necessarily think... if you smell what it's cooking, then you know. I don't think that archaeologists always have a piece of written evidence that say this... This temple is this old, and yeah. this date in Christendom, we made this temple, like whatever, you know. So, um, so it's just kind of funny. He's like, "Hey, it doesn't say it's five to ten thousand years old, so it must not be." Yeah. All right. Um, to be fair, though, if we're going like uh, more advanced humans, maybe it was built even, you know, far previous. Yeah. God, I can't talk. Far before what they're yeah. saying there. I'm just not saying it for the reasons he's saying it. Exactly. Um, his lack of evidence doesn't make sense because uh, that's not the evidence they go by. Right. I'm sure an archaeologist is fucking stoked when some manuscript goes, oh, yeah, that temple on this site in this location, that was eyewitness that being built 60 years ago, and right. it's this year or whatever. So um, anyway, we go to the next segment. We go to uh, Sahasaralinga, and this is a, a riverbed area with, uh, they say this phrase a lot, Shiva lingams. These lingams are in here. Oh, These yeah, are the yeah, big yeah. areola and nipples thinking, yeah. that are all over the riverbed. Shivalingus <laughs> yes. is all I kept thinking is what they are saying. <laughs> um, this is a very big uh, pilgrimage site for um, Hindu uh, pilgrims. They come here primarily during the Mahashivatri festival, mm-hmm. which is in February or March when the waters recede, which is what um, uh, Childers was talking about before. And these things are worshipped, right? And they're, they're kind of like a – they're just like a big circle, and then they have like a, a gumdrop shape coming out of the yeah. top. And they call these uh, – what do they call them? Like Shiva towers or something like that. Um, Lane Little is fucking describing these again, <laughs> um, and uh, I'm not going to go into that because it annoys me. He just talk, talks about the shape and everything. He basically just says, and they're found in Japan and all the way in this other country. And what, Japan. Yeah, basically that they're just, it's like a pan, pan Asian uh, religious kind of right. archetypal figure. Um, and it's it all seems to be Hindu related, but then... I don't know how many Japanese Hindus are there. Mostly Buddhists or Shinto. Or, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Um, maybe it just because it was in the Asian region of the world, it became right, right, this kind right. of core well, archetypal figure. Uh, outside of the U.S. Mm-hmm. or at least across the Atlantic. Yeah. Uh, St. George Nori. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. They got people with weird fucking eyes over there. I don't they, know how they see. They call these people Asians, uh, but they call people from India Asians. Right. Right. Like you go to England. I just saw those people as prostitutes and war brides. I didn't know they were Asian. I thought their women all had penises. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, you want a 3D? Yes. Huh? Another beverage? Oh, sure. <laughs> I was like, is that a game? Keep thing? going. Keep going. Dicks, dongs, and dogs. <laughs> you want a 3D, bro? Um, but uh, anyway, of course, ancient astronaut theorists think that the Shiva Lingas represent some sort of technology. So Medallion Man uh, William Henry has an annulet assertion here and he says, for centuries the Shivalinga has had almost exclusively a, a sexual connotation. Thanks for the cylindrical penis phallus shaped beer here. Uh, the cylinder is the male phallic symbol and the yoni, the surrounding circle, is the female symbol. Then in 1900 the Hindu scholar, the Swami Vivekananda, came to Paris for a lecture and said that it actually symbolizes the coming in or going out of the divine energy manifesting from Shiva. Not you, I was the only man. Oh. <laughs> uh, so basically they're saying like this is like Shiva's energy breaking through a barrier or something like that. That's what it's supposed to represent. And here's where we start to get into like maybe Shiva represents atomic power or could wield atomic power or something. Um, we get Coppin's wife on here again. Phil Coppin's wife, the late Phil Coppin's wife. Um, and she's the first one to say it, at least on the show, that it represents atomic energy itself. Praveen Mohan's back on and he's, and he's going on about it. He's like, now, if you look at the 
the shape of the yoni under there, that actually is exactly the shape of the water filtration uh, foundation of an atomic power, uh, you know, a nuclear power plant. And the tower in the center is exactly like the cooling pipe of the nuclear pipe. You know, he's going, he's saying, and I was like, okay, like at least in terms of pure shape, this point is pretty good. However, circles and tower, you know, like tower things, that's not an uncommon fucking right, right. thing. You know what I mean? I was supposed to put this on my fucking gaming right. chair. I didn't, but that's a, right. you know, that's a fucking y- yoni yeah. and Streaming a fucking chair, linga okay. there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, it's a very simple, extremely simple shape. So right, it's like right. you could, uh, I, I could say again, it's a nipple and an areola. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could say it's a fucking glory hole. I could say it's the sun with light shining wheels out of it or something. Wheels boys. Exactly. Yeah, it could be Ezekiel's yeah. old chariot. But um, Ezekiel, number one B brand, bro. <laughs> True that. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, God. As Joey's making his way through all that head. Party fouling like crazy. Yes. Do you have any napkins exactly. over here? Uh, no, I can get some. Keep yeah, going, thank keep you. Going, keep uh, I was going to ask if I could use that Bob Dog shirt or whatever. <laughs> um, but I'm like, okay, I'll give him that. It's it's interesting enough um, that visually it's the same. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck this social distancing. Huh? Um, but, uh, but then I asked the question... <laughs> Because they talk about how he could, these are nuclear power plants that Shiva invented or set on the earth or whatever. If Shiva was an advanced alien that came from another star, why would he have 20th century nuclear power plant technology? Style. Right? Like, why would it look exactly like what we have now? I guess you could argue it's advanced for that age. But they don't even try to go into, like, oh, somebody saw this. The guy that built the first nuclear power plant saw a Shiva Linga. Now he built it. Like It's like, right. there's not even saying, like, Would we even have nuclear power plants right. 10,000 years from now? Right. Right. And that's, that's, and that's my point. Right. If this fucker has gotten here with anti-grav technology and reality-ripping fucking, you know, wor- leather yeah. worm tubes or whatever, mm-hmm. like, why would he need... A Homer Simpson style nuclear power plant with water cooling and shit like that. Right. Like I just don't understand. You know. Yeah. And also, what were the fruits of that labor? If he was building things or using fucking fission and fusion for all sorts of energy and stuff, like I don't understand. It's it's like it's just it's the same argument that makes me mad when Sukes talks about how aliens use rocket powered ships. Right. 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 I'm like, but you're constantly talking about anti grav, which is su- clearly superior technology. Yeah. Using the Using some element that just creates a bubble of no gravity around you with all this electromagnetic effect and whatever, far superior to then having rocket fuel, which you need to fucking mine from the earth or synthesize right. somehow, still having to break through gravity instead of just deleting yeah. gravity so you can go as fast as you want and deletes all these rules of physics and all stuff. So um, this is a really dumb, again, cool idea to think an ancient god had nuclear power plants or something, but at the same time, then I was just thinking like, what was he fucking managing these power plants? Did he have slaves working there? Like, right, how? Right, right. What was the point How's of the power plants? How's he getting the radioactive material? Right. <laughs> um, apparently, he's and pooping it out or shooting it out of his it. nipples. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, they do talk about where they might have been ex- right, right. Uh, uh, disposing of it oh, later. Right, right, right. And they talk about how, um, you know, Praveen. He's like, he's like, and you know, people that that uh, worship these. Uh, Shivalingams at the festival, they're pouring water on top of it, just like we would cool a nuclear reactor with right. water, and they're, they're next to lakes and rivers and ocean. I'm like, 
Okay. Like, co- this is where it's like coincidence kind of runs wild. Like, right. okay, yeah, that's true, right. but right. don't let that think. <laughs> Just because it's a coincidence doesn't mean it's a fact. Exactly. Um, so the next segment is uh, a lot about this guy, this ancient sage, Augusta Samhita. Um and uh, his writings were found in an old manuscript that were likely thousands of years old. Uh, they were found in 1907, and he was basically uh, he was Sage Augustia, and he was a Shiva monk, right? So he was he was dedicated to Shiva. Um, and then Lane Little comes on again to describe. He's like, now these sages were called Siddhas, and it's like S I D D H A, and Shiva was known as the first Siddha, and they had the power to grow very large or grow very small, and fit through even the tiniest zipper or glory hole. <laughs> Move around inside your body and use your cone like a speed bag. <laughs> even if the hole was not duct taped off and there were still jagged edges from the freshly cut hole. <laughs> <laughs> At first I was like, are they blocking it with duct tape? I'm like, oh, for the, yeah. <laughs> Smooth. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's nice when they do that. Yeah, I mean, I, I hear. It's a job. <laughs> um, Definitely not Mickey Moused. <laughs> or rigged in some exactly. way. Um, but yeah, he talks about how uh, Sage Augustia and, the, and his other fellow sages, uh, they were responsible for inventing a, a kind of steamship device. And I'm like, of course you talk about a steamship. Uh, a, a telescope and flying devices like planes and uh, diesel-powered trains. And I'm like, okay, like, where are they? I mean, again, right. if it's all metal, it could rot or whatever too. But um, now, to be fair though, it is interesting that Hinduism is very tech based and like trying it heavily to describe what this thing was right um as opposed to you know Ezekiel, the wheels within wheels like yeah. this angel thing that came down and had the mana machine and all this yeah. stuff um that was inferred as a machine but described as a thing with many eyes and an angel way. like right they're literally saying it was this fucking thing and here's a diagram of it and here's how it works so that is right. cool especially from like the oldest surviving religion in the world right. but um but uh, you don't hear that a lot, too, that Hinduism is technically older than the Western All religions, the, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't want to talk about that much. Right. Uh, but also because Hindu people kind of just leave other people alone. Like, they're right. not trying to promote it or anything. Right. So. They're not being told yet, go convert and do all these exactly, things. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, now, if you want to convert properly, you must put very multiple layers of duct tape around the hole. Or yeah. you're going to scratch those people up. They're never exactly. going to come back. Okay. <laughs> if you want to convert, you know, you just get a large amount of meth. And prey upon young gentlemen. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they will convert to whatever you yeah. want. Um, buh, 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 buh. They also, like, he claimed, Lane Little claims all this. They don't show any pictures or anything. It's like, apparently it's in this manuscript that they're showing pictures of the manuscript, or at least pictures of an old book, where I'm like, come on, guys. You can't go on Wikipedia right. and fucking get some pages scanned or something like that. Yeah. Out. But um, Augustia himself was known to have brought the secret science to India and was trained by the gods slash aliens themselves. And not, not much different than a billion other religious stories. Yeah. But um, in the 1920s, though, this is the interesting part. In the 1920s, uh, it was verified by a scholar that there was a di- they translated the plans, the schematics for a dry electric battery. And this is thousands of years old, right? And this is where we get... This, we're, well, we're about to get a big surprise here. I forgot there's a Wilcock trip here. And he says, um, uh, the battery doesn't show up in our conventional technology until the 19th century. What the heck is it doing with Augustia Samita? Uh, if Augustia knew how to build a battery, then 
how can we rule out all the other marvelous technology that's described in the same document? And that is a fair point because yeah. this battery was approved by the uh, – well, sorry, was um, not corroborated, was kind of proven – was authenticated. Yeah. Um, by the scholar that found the manuscript, he brought it to like the Detroit, Michigan power company or some shit and like said, Hey, is this the right materials and setup for a fucking battery, like a dry battery, right. a galvanized battery? And they were like, Holy shit, yes it is. <laughs> like that's yeah. exactly how you could do yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that. it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's how you do it out <laughs> okay. in Michigan. Um but uh, and I'm and this is one statement in this episode where it's hard to argue with Wilcock. It's like, okay. If they had a battery, hey, clocks right two times a day. Yes, <laughs> um, true. Um, but that, but so then I'm like, huh, that is interesting. That like now, they don't also say they don't. You know, Lane Little doesn't go. Now there's a diagram for a locomotive, and there's a di- right. like, if there was, and they proved that it would work. That's fucking really yeah, cool. More shit. That's pre fucking. That's pre Renaissance. You know, inventions right. that were supposedly only invented then. So, um, uh, oh, this is where we get our big surprise. On location at UCI, University of California at Irvine. Right. Down the street from us. What year was this show filmed? 2016. Yeah, we just no, I, I literally, I literally yeah. was like, he was in fucking Irvine? Yeah. Um, but we get Childress and Denon. Denon, the resident UCI physicist that's on the show quite a bit. <laughs> he, yeah, he's in the wavery boys. And he's been on since like year one. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, But uh, they're fucking going to make this battery according to the stipulations. Now, right. he does like modify things multiple times as it's listing up, but they don't seem like like modifications that actually change anything. Yeah, they're not terrible. Like the insulation and stuff like, like that. Like Childress is like, uh, well, I'll, just, I'll start yeah, here. He yeah, chimes in here and he says, uh, this is where I was like, it's like a Mr. Wizard episode where it's like Childress is like the oh, kid yeah. Yeah. who's playing the assistant to Mr. Wizard. He's like, oh, cool. <laughs> uh, he goes, and so he's listing off like the 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 components of what they need to put together. They're in front of a table with some Petri dishes and stuff like that ready to start. And he's like, uh, okay, so it says here that we're going to need a copper plate. And Denon's like, oh, yeah, this copper sheet, whatever. And he's like, okay, and, and we need an, an earthenware vessel. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, he's like, I mean, now we don't have an earthenware vessel. We're using these Petri dishes, but all that vessel is there for is to insulate this thing, and this will do the same thing, and right. we can see through it. And what, So he's right. like saying it's better, it's but the it's same, the same it's, thing. Yeah, it's not far off. It's just literally they were just saying put it in a pot because like, right, that's right, all right. they had back then. In, yeah, right. insulate and ground. Exactly. <laughs> Insulate and grind, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we need a copper sulfate. And he's like, okay, we got that here. And he's like, and we need moist sawdust. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we said the moist sawdust. <laughs> you know, after a sweaty late night at the bar. Yeah. Uh, in my country, my favorite country bar. <laughs> um, boot scooting boogie. Dang. <laughs> uh, and so, and Denon's like, he's like, now we have dry sodas, but we're gonna we're gonna make it moist when we pour in the copper. So- and I was like, okay, copper like whatever. whatever yeah. Um, uh, and then we need a, a zinc plate, and so they have these like kind of Z-shaped copper and zinc plates. They layer in, um, they they put the zinc plate down in the fucking copper sulfate liquid. They put the sawdust on one of the things so that they don't touch, but the sawdust will still transfer the electrons to the other thing. Yeah, the moisture, exactly. <laughs> hmm. The moist Um Like if you would have asked me, how could you make a an organic battery or something? It's right. like, is one? Do you think one of the ingredients is moist sawdust or sawdust of any kind? Right. Like, no, Maybe, there's no yeah. wood in batteries. But yeah, um, idiot. <laughs> um, and of course, you know, Denon's like he's confirming how it all works together. It seems very simple. So they put the copper plate down, sawdust in the middle, sandwich it with the zinc plate, and they actually measure that it's a one volt battery, right? right. So it's as it's, it's like the 
the ones with the little tabs, a nine volt battery. I don't yeah, know how you much you can lick and get a little zip off of. Right. How much? How many volts are like a normal double A AA or triple A battery? Hey, how's it going? It's going yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, I have I zero idea. Let's see. Uh, I feel like six volts or something. Well, there's I feel also like the nine a volts are more powerful. Like volts and amps. Right, right. So like uh, amps are for shredding those sweet guitars, bro. This Pitbull stun gun flashlight is 21 million volts. <laughs> but you have a stun gun flashlight. But uh, it's the amplitude that's really going to fuck you up. Mm. Like, so even though it's like, a, what it's, why did you say, 121 yeah. or 21 million volts? Because the amps have the capacity to transfer the volts, correct? Right. Volts or the amp. might be dead. <laughs> Zero volts. Because uh, the amp is like the, the amps are like the pipe, the diameter of the pipe. And no, the, no, no. The volts are that. Okay. The, the amp is like the the pressure. Mm. Oh, the yeah. spigot. This thing's dead. Let me see. If when it, when and why did you get that? I got this at a convention many years ago. Wait, oh, is that is when this? you bought other illegal weapons too? Shut up. <laughs> that has uh, like it's like a crown with spikes on the top of that. Well, thing. that's where the stun gun. Right. Is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all the little bare metal even... transfer points. Okay. <laughs> Just shoots I... me across the table. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to. I'm coming. <laughs> this is my new thing. Um, uh, but anyway, sorry. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so I have some some other knuckles and baton. Not other weapons, things. but I have some other knuckles. You didn't introduce any knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even show a knuckle. <laughs> yeah, let alone. Um, <laughs> but anyway, they make a one volt battery, and so oh, you got to charge it. So Childress, Childress is like, he's excited, but at the <laughs> same. <laughs> <laughs> is that a USB charger? No, it's 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 this two prong plug. Yeah, an ungrounded no one. Holes. Oh, weird. And then wow. that plugs into this. Thing. A little DC thing. Um, Childress seems yeah. <laughs> Childress seems kind of nonplussed. He's excited, but then he's like, "So, uh, what what can you do with one volt? Because it sounds like very minor, you know." And then Denon, he's like, "Well, if we have the right machinery, one volt of energy can." lift a, a 200 pound person 10 feet into the air and i'm like okay like I, I, that number i have a lot of problems like, what? Like, what the fuck are you talking about show me how to lift any person right now right well i'm like with the right machinery do you mean like the kind of machinery that then amplifies power from one little source of power you know what i mean yeah, like I'm, th- this this i had a lot of problems with. yeah i'm like okay it's cool you made the the battery it's like the right. stupid fucking potato thing that shows it can right. conduct electricity <laughs> like science fair project you want to go say you can lift you want to go to Outback, Mike, after this, and we'll get a baked potato. And I really love that. Yeah. I don't care for the steak, but I just I love that baked potato. Just a moist potato, yeah. <laughs> just shredded. Oh, sure. I'm a vegetarian. I, can I get a, a pretty pretty cool blossom? <laughs> I can say it's awesome. Uh, but yeah, it's it's or blooming onion, awesome Bl- blossom, awesome blossoms, chilies, blooming onions, Outback, that or vice versa. Right. It's one of those two. Which I found a twenty five dollar um, Outback gift card. Looking I think I have today. one too. <laughs> Combined, that's a whole meal right there, my friend. Um, that's four thousand uh, calories of fried onions right there, uh, or maybe two or three of those things. Exactly. Uh, uh, I did used to always love their salad and bread at uh, Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, because they give you the pumpernickel, yeah, loaves and, and, and real soft creamery butter. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, to say you can lift someone, I'm like, what the fuck? Like that well, just threw me for a loop of right. like, what the fuck are you well, talking about? Well, I forgot because you don't realize. That until later that they're tying it to the to the book that that lady wrote in the 1800s about the occult figures that were on the floating battery powered mm. chairs, and I'm like, oh, okay. So you guys were trying to prove a point that um, an iron throne could be right. lifted 
above Ooh. King's Landing and yeah. into the sky <laughs> <laughs> and ascend to the dragon's <laughs> realm. Uh, but even Cloudworth is like, so oh they, man, they, I would love to see a Game of Thrones series where you go. It's all about where the dragons came exactly. from thousands of years before. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the prequels is yeah. what they call them. I never want to see. Not that I didn't like it. But I, I do not care about that world anymore mm-hmm. at all. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to see any fucking prequel about that world. Oh, could not be interesting coming. at all. Um, Mr. Peterson could be writing the language right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, even Clotworthy's like, so it could lift a person 10 feet in the air. It's like, shut the fuck up, you guys. They just right. made up something. They right. literally just made up something. That's not true. Um, and again, you can if you just use the answer, well, with the right accompanying machinery... Sure, you could to fucking pa- or just say that can power something real, like right. a fucking train around your stupid Christmas tree right. or something, like <laughs> something real. Yeah, like can this lift a person ten feet in the air? Yeah, two hundred sure, pounds. Yeah. I'm a little just over yeah. that, but a couple stones, as they <laughs> say, in the across the, the pond. Okay, um, but yeah, it's it seemed very convenient that dead in and. <laughs> I'm not saying Denon was like shilling for the show. Yeah. But shilling, well, he's shilling just, for the show. He, yeah. for, <laughs> shilling for the show, mate. Can I get another uh, one? Uh, we work on tips. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that dickhead is literally reading a script. Like, he has yes. zero, zero saying. Well, it's like anything. the first time he gets to meet one of the ancient astronaut theorists, too. Like, mm. that's what I wonder is like, is he like actually a huge nerd for the show and that's why he loves it? Or yeah. is he just a fucking, is he's, he just the, the one professor that agreed to do it? He's gay know? for pay. I mean, he's just a voice man. <laughs> right. Right. Or, or Snow. No, I'm no. Saying, no. I said Clotworthy. No, no, you're still thinking about Game of Thrones, Jon Snow. Right. No, uh, no, we're talking about Den- Michael Denon. Michael Denon, sorry. Yes. I was thinking Clotworthy, because he says- Clotworthy will say whatever they pay me to say. Because that's where they say, he's like, it could lift him 10, pe- mm-hmm. or, you know, 10 feet, and it's like, what the fuck? No, Denon says that. No, but so does Clotworthy. Like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, they reiterate it like it's oh, a fact. Oh, yes, exactly. Like, afterwards. Yes. Like, right. Okay, this, it's like, Like, whoa, as whoa, if Denon whoa, was like, you know, this could actually lift a 200. It's like, he right. was just like, well, I mean, it could it could definitely, with the right machinery, lift a 200-pound person 10 yeah. feet. In the- and that, so that's what I'm saying for him to be right. saying that. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking so about? So it was definitely a leading experiment, which right. is, that's the frustrating part. It's like, I wish they would have gone to Denon and said, hey, can you make a, ba- theoretically make a battery out of this shit from right, this manuscript? Right, right. Oh, cool. Why Why did you want to make this? Oh, because there's a story that says these galvanic batteries lifted these Iron Throne occult Snokes right, right, right. Off, off of the ground or something, like whatever. Yeah. He would have gone, okay, cool, whatever. But um, they had to have him like in on the fucking right, thing. Right, right. But then it also just wasn't simply done well. Because if, yeah. if Clotworthy would have said, now, David Childress and Michael Denon at UCI are trying to make the same battery that lifted the chairs. Ten, it's right. like, fine. Like, at least, like, yeah. be honest about what your goal is, right? right. But I felt like the rug was pulled out from running. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> Denon's... a very jarring moment. Denon <laughs> says that, <laughs> and my wife and I were dying, because then Childress takes, like, a four-beat pause, and he just goes, wow. <laughs> he just says, wow, yeah. and then it cuts... <laughs> Yeah, he's a wow, a, a true child in <laughs> yes. this situation, in a child's dress. Because again, it's like this is just force. Like, <laughs> yeah. why is Childress right. fucking and in Irvine at this like? Why is he fucking lab? in Irvine? All the yeah. hat chicks are in Huntington Beach. You okay. know that. Got to get to the coast. That's yeah. where all the frat boys live. From you, oh, see Irvine. Oh, you got to make it down to the COVID protest, bro. Right. Down in Huntington. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my body, my choice. Yeah. Except for when you talk uh, about abortion. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, um, but anyways, yeah, they, it was just insane. Yeah, it was a very, such he a did cool moment. to be there. Such a cool move, such a cool movement. <laughs> I'm having a rough cold yeah. movement here. <laughs> such a cool moment. Yeah. 
ruined by like, oh, you're trying to prove that something that you almost mentioned in a throwaway segment by some dickhead named Lane Little. Yeah. You're trying to prove that with the battery. Like, it's cool enough just to go, hey, the diagrams from this five, six thousand year old book right. are accurate to making an actual battery. Like that's yeah. that's amazing to me. Like, yeah, you that's know, good it's enough like, on its own. Because then you wonder, like, like to Wilcox's point, if they could make batteries Maybe they had battery-powered machines of some kind. Like yeah, I don't know. It like spans beyond that. Maybe yeah. they had that Ryobi lawnmower you're obsessed about exactly. from your next door neighbor, <laughs> which is, which is tiny. which is the quietest lawnmower I've ever heard in my life. It's the smallest, quietest lawnmower yeah. I've ever seen. It's, it's very actually, tight. Well, it's actually silent, but he's just going. Yeah, he doesn't want us to be so disturbed, right? Well, because he has the most advanced. You know, it's right. it's the Japanese. Okay, they yeah. got the most advanced technology over there. Yeah, so that's a nice gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Where we got our true boy or whatever the fuck uh, full hog gas, oh, yeah. gas uh, mower. Diesel powered, baby. Um, the whole next segment or two is about the uh, uh, forbidden Mount Kailash. And they've talked about this mountain a few times before. It's been quite a long time. Supposedly, it's the home of Shiva. Um, it's also a sacred mountain for like billions of fucking people. It's like uh, Jan- Jainists and Hindus and Buddhists and Taoists all think this yeah. is a sacred mountain peak. Um, it seems to span the border of the because yeah. the, the Himalayas span a border, I believe. They separate countries. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it separates like, India from like China or yes, somewhere. Like the Alps kind of do yeah. with Italy and uh, yeah. uh, Switzerland. Maybe as a watch along, it I've watched it once and it was maybe the most disturbing mm. movie I've ever watched. Oh, uh, but it was by John Lennon. <laughs> no. This movie called By John. Yeah, <laughs> but it was B I. Uh, it's called Holy Mountain. Oh it yeah, is yeah. So fucked it's like a weird up. Spanish made movie that's got like shit blood and disgusting stuff. Well, there's going like a uh, Satanist uh, stuff. Yeah, it's just all over the place. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, one of the people is a uh, an alchemist where he like shits and then turns right. it into gold and all of it. Yeah, to yeah. Mean other stuff. And I just like <laughs> I watched it once and was like so fucking disturbed. Right. That then like fart barf Josh and them I think watch it every now and then just because mm-hmm. it is so disgusting. Yeah. But that could be like. I don't even know if I would want to do as a watch because Twitch has this weird Speaking stream of shit, along that's my dog now. Shit, that my wife sent a picture. There you go. Turn <laughs> it into gold, my friend. Because uh, Twitch has the watch along with the movies now yes. legally, so we could do that or yes. Patreon. Like, because that again, that movie, like, I wouldn't review it, but I would watch along and yeah. comment. I guess two and a half words. It's or sorry, fucked. three and a half words. Hot buns watch along. <laughs> <laughs> Hot buns much. Yeah. <laughs> Hot buns much. Hot buns. Much. But yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I've heard that movie's very disturbing and weird. It was banned in like uh, America and like. Yeah, but it's like uh, John Lennon, right? That's the dickhead from the Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's what they called me. Waterbuns. I thought you said watermelons. (laughs) (laughs) But, anyways, yeah. So, sorry, all the mountain talk reminded me. Yeah, yeah, I have a sacred mountain, right? Yeah, Yeah, because it's all like. It's forbidden and people can't go there. But then yeah. it immediately talks about how all these expeditions went there, but apparently they're like not on the peak itself. Right. And so uh, the mountain, the peak is pyramidic in shape, mm. which becomes an important factor here. Uh, the, that same Russian guy who you find out is just an eye surgeon, an eye doctor. It's like, it's like a, what's his name? Uh, Dr. Ernst Moldeshelf. Uh has led over 21 expeditions to these taboo sacred sites, including Mount Kailash. And he's like, he spent a month, and I'm like, how the fuck, if it's so forbidden, did some Russian 
eye doctor get access to study this fucking place. Mm-hmm. It's also dumb because right after that, they're like, not only, this, this mountain's super forbidden, but this Russian eye doctor got to spend a month there and study it. Oh, and then every year, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people make pilgrimages to this mountain. I'm like, so it's not that forbidden then, I guess. I, they're, they're not differentiating that it's just really the peak that is uh, forbidden. Right. And so um, he's the guy that, that thinks that Mount Kailash's peak is a man-made pyramid as a mm. shrine to Shiva. So, um, and we get uh, an amulet assertion from yes. Medallion Man here, William Henry, and he says, Dr. Ernst Moldeshev observed that its apex highly resembles a man-made pyramid. He theorizes that it's man-made as the home of Shiva, which is what I just said. Right. Um, but uh, but it would make, if it was true, it would be the world's largest pyramid. Um, it looks like if it was a pyramid, it was likely a step pyramid, not a perfect triangular period. It's all right. filled with snow and shit. Uh, but Jaina uh, kind of owns the rights to the peak, and they're the ones that forbid anyone from going on it. So uh, we get a, a one-and-done from this very very intriguing looking man, an Aussie man called Duncan Rhodes. He's got long hair and very disgusting black teeth. I always thought the name Duncan was really cool. Like it that, is cool that's name. from a, that's Man at Arms name from Master oh, of the God, Universe, God. Duncan. Uh, <laughs> then he had Duncan Donuts. Right. He had all the, all the Duncan. <laughs> Duncan McLeod, who was from the USA Highlander series. Oh, right, right, right. Um, not Connor McLeod, but he was from the right. same clan, the clan yeah. McLeod. I had a friend whose little brother's name was then Duncan. I'm right. Like, which I which I still every time I see the word McLeod spelled out, I think MacLeod, and I know it's McLeod, but I never pronounce it McLeod in my head first. It's always MacLeod because it's, it's well, M C or M A C L E O D. We know one, yeah. and I would call him McLeod. Right, <laughs> that's your dyslexia talking. <laughs> Are you plugging in that fucking thing? <laughs> You're gonna kill your fucking cat right. tonight. <laughs> if they're lucky. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to be torture for hours. <laughs> yeah. I'll explode every fucking muscle fiber in their <laughs> you body. Want some of this, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, this weird Aussie, Duncan Rhodes. He's the editor of Nexus Magazine, which I looked up, and it's like... I feel like I've, it's a two X's. It's a bi... Yeah, it's a bi-weekly magazine, or bi-monthly magazine that talks about aliens, conspiracy theories, reli- like un- upending religious conventions... Psychology, parapsychology, like parent. It's like just a weird. It's just it's like a counterculture weird magazine. Yeah, and and he's like, people on this fucking mountain are experiencing weird shit, and they age rapidly when they're up there, and the fingernails grow too fast, and the hair grows too fast, and it gets kind of funny because his teeth are rotting, and his hair is really <laughs> long and gray, <laughs> going very fast. <laughs> um, and the Russian doctor is on. There's someone, someone very boring is translating for him, and he's like. I am not a psychic. I am not uh, feeling energy anytime I am anywhere. Only time in my life at that mountain, I feel the energy of the mountain distinctly. And so basically what they're all claiming and dancing around is that they think that this is a radioactive mountain peak. Right. There's something radioactive inside yeah. the peak. Um, because the you know the fingernails growing, teeth whitening, falling, like, that's all radio, uh, all radiation, sickness stuff. Yeah. Sickness stuff. Um, they then go to the Magao Caves in China that they're saying prove there's a particle accelerator in uh, Mount Kailash because in the Magao Caves are a bunch of Buddhist manuscripts that were discovered in the early 1900s, and there's a diagram of Mount Meru, which we've talked about at length before, which is this fictional Buddhist mountain of enlightenment. Um, It represents the as above, so below. It represents the navel of the world. 
of going into the afterlife or this other realm and whatever, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's like the literal stairway to heaven, basically. Yeah. And the way that it's drawn in this manuscript, it it literally just looks like a pagoda with like 30 ceilings, like 30 floors. Yeah. But then they say, it looks like a modern particle accelerator. It pisses me off because they don't even show an actual particle accelerator, which they've shown footage of before mm-hmm. like at CERN and all that stuff. They just show a, city, a shitty CG representation of what's in the manuscript yeah. and shooting a big fucking laser yeah. into the sky. And I'm like, what? Like, 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 just show what it really looks like, not your interpretation of it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, And they say uh, Nexus is a cult mm. as well. Mm. Another person. Uh, you talking about Nexium in. or Nexus? No, Nexus. Oh, okay. Um, Weird. Which I can't remember because there's, there's all the, the Wilcock type t- talk mm-hmm. of like all these like the good cults the bad cults of this right, and right. that and i can't remember what the nexus one was oh, but uh because then there's like cobra like not cobra! Like the same thing <laughs> uh but yeah talking to a friend and it was like yeah that's like one of the cult groups oh. but i don't know i can't remember Reptilian. if that's good or bad yeah mm. uh and then yeah i think nexus might be the good guys because they might be the ones like going out and arresting people like oh. the draconians and all that right right whatever uh, races of people. That's a word that's thrown around a lot too. A draconian. Very, oh, look at this draconian attempt. Right. At something, I think it's something. like a type of, like it's a race of right. lizard people. Mm-hmm. Uh, are the draconian, dragon style people. Exactly. Yes, of course. Um, also in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Um, Dungeons and Draconians. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's like the steampunk version of Dungeons Monies. and Dragons. Yes. Yeah. Uh, everyone has a monocle on. But um, uh, oh, this is also another very dumb statement. Apparently, ancient astronaut theorists think that Mount Kailash is, quote, the perfect place to dump their nuclear waste. And I'm like, okay. And then, so Childress, Childress comes on for no reason, but he chimes in. He says, is it possible that Mount Kailash in Tibet is some kind of hollowed out mountain, hollowed out thousands of years ago by extraterrestrials and could be completely poisoned by radiation? It's like... This is where they're like treating him like Nori because they yeah. just talked about all that for five minutes. And also, why would so they talk about this in the next segment too? Why would aliens pick the largest, most distinctive geographical features and figures and areas and things? Yeah, to go here's our secret base where we do stuff. Right. Well, not like we don't know how to dispose of this either. Right. It's like fuck it. Come Let's on. Just throw it in this thing. Right. Let's throw it in this fucking mountain hole. Yeah. I'm like, give me a fucking break, guys. Yeah. Like, you if, if you really wanted to remain secret, they would they would bring their probably very nicely climate-controlled ships to the most horrifically uninhabitable climates on the planet. They like which Antarctica could be one to be fair, but lots of life lives in Antarctica. Yeah. Um, but if if you're talking about like deserts and shit, they would fucking open a hole in the middle of the Sahara. Make a fucking base down there and cover it up, and then no one would ever fucking go there anyway. Yeah, and they slingshot the radioactive shit into space. Like, exactly. Why try right. and like shoot in the a sun. fucking mountain <laughs> and all this goddamn work? Right. When you're like, no, I can confidently travel to space. Like the reason right. us Earthlings do not shoot our radioactive right. shit into space <laughs> is because we cannot confidently get to space. Exactly. Rockets blow up. Things right. happen. Like 
So they're like, yeah, we, too can't, much risk we involved. can't risk shooting right. this up, and it comes back to Earth. Right, right. The rocket blows up. Now you have all this radioactive That's one of the material, arguments for the, like, um, all that kind of the stuff. space elevator. Is mm-hmm. they're like, oh, you can right, just bring right. radioactive shit up there and let it float off, and right, who cares? Right, right. <laughs> It'll hit some other planet in a yeah. million years. Fuck them. Um, but, uh, but my dad also worked with a lot of radioactive, not material, but just like Just worked with radioactive people. Yeah. <laughs> But I he think worked it, with the trauma group. I think he said that spot in Nevada doesn't even exist. Like, he oh. toured it, mm-hmm. and they were like, yeah, this is where we're going to store everything. And then at the last second, right. everyone shit their pants and, like, didn't want to do it. Well, so, like, shitting your pants is a radiation sickness symptom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they were basically like, yeah, we don't want to do this. So, like, they built it, did everything, wow. and at the last second oh. said, nope, we're not doing that. Hmm. So. All this where they go like like in Nevada, it's like right. yeah, it's actually it's nothing not stored yeah. there. Because like in, the, in Godzilla, I was just gonna say because the movie because that's what my dad was saying. He's like, yeah, yeah there's actually nothing even in that mountain. Like oh, it's set up for it, yeah, but yeah. they just at the last second pulled huh. the trigger and didn't want to do it. Hmm. Or like in Mystery Science Theater 3000, the movie, they say I right. think it's full of pudding. Yeah, <laughs> but he had a some crazy hat or shirt, like one of those dumb like the Mad Hatter thing. Uh, <laughs> With like the patch on it or whatever, like from there he's like the yeah. patch on yeah. it, <laughs> the patch adder, right? Patch Adams, <laughs> where they just crank off. Right. Uh, but yes, yes. anyways, yeah. He's patch like, yeah, Adams mixed with thing. the Mad Hatter is just a doctor that cranks off to kids exactly. with a hat and a clown. Right. Nose. It you know just keeps it light. <laughs> Gets them through those um, tough times. <laughs> Uh yeah sorry uh children's my dad says yeah children's <laughs> chimes in about you know if it, is it radiation poisoning in there um uh and then oh there's also this last segment here also on Mount Kailash is all set around Mount Mount Kailash uh Hindu pilgrims see a lot of UFO sightings when they're out there too mm-hmm. now I'm not saying any of them are lying but when you're going on a religious quest and you're is looking that... for magical things to happen in this in this holy place. Can you really believe them that much, you know? But is that a paradox? What's that? That the Indians are pilgrims? <laughs> I thought they were two separate entities that then met. Yeah. But now these you know, but the Indians are on a pilgrim. I, I guarantee when a final showdown of some kind, like between Pocahontas and one John Smith, yeah. I guarantee one of them probably said, oh... We're not so different, you and I, and then therefore they, they solved the paradox yeah. because they realized despite being very different in culture, they were both human, yeah. right? They both wanted safety for their people. They both wanted shelter. Vywamis, Pocahontas, John Smith. Right. <laughs> something, something there. Uh, sound like Jeff Goldblum doing like yeah. free association. Oh, Oh no! So he's got to do his Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, oh, 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 my daughter. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Coworker. <laughs> yeah, you know what, uh, Jeff Sundays. Goldblum. Sundays. <laughs> I fuck my daughter on Sundays. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, sorry. Uh, people report that the UFOs go directly into the mountains. Sometimes yeah. they don't ever show a fucking volcano hole or anything like yeah, that. Let but... me see your volcano hole. <laughs> Um, but volcano uh, burger, delicious. Spot. Oh yeah, kind of forgot about that place. Oh yeah, um, they show some real shitty CG of a UFO. This is like late '90s PBS documentary CG. Level, yeah, like I'm talking like maybe ten colors, <laughs> maybe about fifty polygons per shape or something mm-hmm. like that. 
Um, and it shows a shitty UFO flying into a very tiny little cave on the backside of the mountain, yeah. which they literally just said each side of the mountain is visible by each of these different cultures. Right. It's so like the backside of water. Come right. on. Right. <laughs> um, and it shows the, <laughs> the UFO flying in, and there's like a big, dumb cyberspace city inside that looks like it's from the show Reboot, where it's like yeah. little oh, fucking, I love that show. little fucking, you know, nodes and lights and things. And I'm yeah, like, what yeah. the fuck is this? Like they're showing the subterranean alien city. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, why? Let alone a, a waste disposal plant. Why would you live in a fuck in the fucking yellow submarine? Yeah, in the in a twenty two thousand foot peak <laughs> that's visible from multiple countries and billions right. of people right. go to all the time. It's like. If you really didn't want to be found, you wouldn't fucking yeah, set up shop coverage. There. Right. Yeah. Um, that being said, too, like you would think that also, oh, people that got too close got fucking lasered to death or whatever. Which, right. like, they're not even saying the radiation was like in a like a security system. They're saying it's just left over from uh, toxic yeah. waste yeah, or yeah. something. But um, also, if it's not toxic waste and it is a subterranean thriving alien city, did they feed off of radiation and that doesn't affect them or something? Like, I don't get it anyway. Right. Right. Um, this is where they start talking about how Shiva might represent energy itself, atomic energy itself, not that it's an actual person. Right. Um, so it might have been a, bit of, a big atomic explosion. Again, a meteor sh- storm is more likely than mm-hmm. that, but could cause the same kind of effects in the weather right. and things. Um, they talk about Shiva. It's all wrapping up very fast. Too. They talk about Shiva like, is Shiva going to return someday? Which is like the intro to the show ends with the the question – Will they return? So it's yeah. always about returning. Um, and then I'm like, are they talking about now? They're just talking about the rebirth, destruction, creation cycle of Shiva and all this stuff. But like, what does that have to do with atomic bombs and things mm-hmm. like that? And like, and then we get a final circular here, and he says, the extraterrestrials will come back, and it will be the beginning of an amazing chapter in human history. And I'm like, I hope. What the fuck? Like, this is supposed yeah. to be a Shiva. Like, why does this have to do with Shiva at all? Like, he is the one that at the beginning of the show is like, oh, Zeus and this person, all, all these gods, could they all be the same aliens that Hindus thought was Shiva? And I'm like, okay, I don't know. Yeah. Like, again, that's that's enough. There's enough meat on that bone for a two-minute segment of the show, and that's it. But um, I wrote that the show, this episode was interesting, but it was also very dumb. Like right, there was, right, right. there was some interesting factoids, but ultimately, a lot t- of rehash, tying yeah. it back to their own theory was not done well, right? Which is kind of the whole reason this podcast exists. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, it for the season finale of season eleven. I think we're getting into late twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen with season twelve, mm-hmm. so we're catching up pretty rapidly yeah. here. Um, we're gonna we're be at l- least where Trump we is. were into the show because mm-hmm. uh, we had all kind of lightly watched Spilled it but again. then the obsession happened in 2016 with the some kind of sky exactly yes um and yeah we'll be about two and a half years behind where it currently is too right where we're recording but uh you know for me it's really just the ocd thing of knowing that at least their iphones were pretty similar to our iphones mm-hmm. um it's hard to relate to people when they had like older phone yeah, technology tech. for the most part yeah. you know um i mean could you even stream on x hamster very fast yeah. or was it like x hamsters updated their site quite a bit i think yeah in the past and couple joey of years, doesn't even have an iphone no <laughs> um using that as just general yeah uh, smartphone right yeah. uh um, we were at least in the 6s plus zone exactly. in 2016 yeah you're yeah, we yeah. getting that big screen 
mm-hmm. even though the phones now are round edges smaller round edges yeah, so yeah. the phone is beveled edges I should so say. this phone that i have is smaller yeah which i think is an x mm-hmm. but smaller than no, the no, 6s no, hamster plus but a bigger screen right right so gross snake what's up now, when you have the iPhone X, does that mean you get a free premium subscription to X Hamster? Exactly. Wow, that's pretty X early. X anything. Right. <laughs> X videos, X, yeah. X Hamster, X Tube. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll be back uh, probably Wednesday, maybe with a closet knowledge. Yeah, we'll do a Twitch only kind of whatever and then bounce that out to the <laughs> a Patreon. Twitch only kind of whatever. Um, we'll this, figure out what we want. A week from tonight, we might have an official sponsor for the show. So. Um, we hope you enjoy that sponsor. We hope we enjoy that sponsor. We're gonna try it out. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're not. We're but not. If you don't, to... who cares? Because it's only gonna yeah. <laughs> <laughs> run for so long. Um, but uh, so that's exciting. But yeah, other than that, um, probably, probably this, this time, time Wednesday, Wednesday night, night? Uh, normal time ish, seven ish Pacific yeah. dinner time, whatever. Um, yeah. and then Friday will be Patreon. So if you'd like to support our Patreon and get two exclusive episodes. Per month on Patreon, Adventurous Ghosts and Probing Deeper. We also throw stuff up early for patrons and all sorts of fun shit. We do the closet knowledges always, yeah. even though they don't always make yes. it. The audio version's always on Patreon, whereas Twitch will cancel the video in two weeks or so. Um, but yeah, then that follow us, uh, or sorry, sub- subscribe and support us on patreon.com slash for five bucks a month or more. And, and get those exclusive episodes. episodes. There's 36 pieces of content on there, so you can subscribe for one month for five bucks and get hundreds of hours of content from us. Um, follow us on social media at Probing Aliens on Twitter, at Probing Nation Aliens on Instagram and Facebook. And, uh, yeah, subscribe and listen to Beer There Drunk That, our beer podcast that we kind of do as a bonus podcast now. And, uh, yeah, Closet Tiger King on there. Oh, yeah, we did a corn... Uh, craft beer industry kind of talk in the time of COVID-19 in our review of Tiger King. Um, also, let us know how you like the hellier spoiler cast that I put up last week on the free feed as well. So, uh, But that's the kind of content you get on Patreon. Always. Yes. So, other than that, uh, we'll prolapse our way yeah. through this week and hopefully it stays moist and wet and not a dried old yes. pickle bitch that will not get back inside. That prolapse yes. and that has me need to be able to go in and out freely. Well oiled, well conditioned leather too. Exactly. So, all right. Bye. Bye. Bye.